There is nothing that I love more than before we start an episode and you getting on like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I, I was like, the question is like, the microphone won't pick it up, but it's like the microphone has better quality like hearing and picking up sound than my ears do. So I'm like... Well, yeah, but the microphone doesn't have the sensitivity to pick up sounds outside of the room. You're a human. So like, it's better quality, but it's a limited range. There you go. Mm. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. For one. anyone that didn't know what that was, that was Christopher looking at the waveforms and figuring out if I was lying or not. Yeah. That was a head scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> it was anyway. like on a Kirby enthusiasm when Larry David is like looking at you with the eyes. It's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the Fulfillment Slate Podcast, everybody. My name is Brian Archie, and I'm here with Chris Lucky and Ryan Brandon. Ryan, thanks for coming to the show, man. This is your first time in the show. I so. am glad to be here. We're excited. Thanks That'd for be, inviting me. That's I'm your actual fan. last name. Your last name is Brandon. Yes, it is. I thought it was like your middle name was Ryan Brandon something else. No, sir. My middle name is Michael. Oh. I have three first names. Well, that, that's what I was getting to. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> Michael Brandon. Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> so, so get this. I have three brothers. Mm-hmm. Daniel Edward Brandon. Yep. Andrew Scott Brandon. Shit. Eugene Ernest Brandon. Eugene and I have uncles and it's just, it's, you know. All first name people, yeah. Somewhere in my lineage, my family changed my last name from Brand or from Bunker to Brandon. So mm. like, I could have been Ryan Michael Bunker. Yeah. You know? that, that has a nice ring to it. Yeah. That has like a, like, I will fuck you up ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep oh. your microphone closed, bro. All right. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Bunker's not that bad. Uh, Archie Bunker, you've ever seen All in the Family? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it's right. a good show. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm out of touch with that one. Yeah, it's super old, like I just keep show. it all in the family, you know. It's all. In the oh yeah. All right. I, I'm glad you're not an actor because we would be shitting on your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All anyway, right. uh, so today we're gonna watch John Carpenter. Like we're gonna talk about John Carpenter mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun topic. You made me watch three fucking John Carpenter movies in one day. Nice. Uh, what? Yeah. Why'd you watch three in one day? Because I didn't have enough time to do it. Cramming, we, man. We literally had eight weeks. Listen. <laughs> literally. Life happens, man. No one literally needs had eight to weeks. know that. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> All right. What? We literally. like We, not, we did literally have eight, I eight weeks. I ain't mad at you, bro. I ain't mad at you. But I'm bad at planning. Yes. I'm bad at making decisions. Yes. All so right. I, I, I so watched three movies. In, Actually, in I watched... Day. I watched two in one day and then one the day before. But All what right. the fuck ever. Let's do the catch-up, the condiments. Okay. Let's uh, take some of the heat away from me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, I got a question. Yeah, um, the topic is uh, when in Rome. When All right. in Rome. When in Rome. So you know they, they have the, the saying, when in Rome, you do as the Romans do? Right. Is that something that you guys follow at all? Uh, no, not really. What about you, Ryan? Only when... No, no, no. 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 <laughs> I don't. No. 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 Like, I think that is a bullshit expression. Absolutely. It's bullshit all the way. Um, I started a new job. We talked about this the past yeah. few weeks. And there's this one particular company. It's called Triumph. Mm-hmm. You know, spelled like Triumph. T-R-I, you like know. Like the dog. Yeah, trying to dog. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. Uh-oh. The <laughs> puppet dog, man. Come on. Oh, no. No, he said no. Is, is that the one that Eminem was? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sir. Okay. Yep, yep. All right. Triumph the puppet dog. Yep. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, so it's spelled triumph, just like just like the puppet dog or just like triumphant. It's spelled just like that. Okay. So um, everyone in the company, they've been there 5, 7, 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. and they all call it triumph. It's like, hey, can you pass me the triumph card? Do you have any uh, more triumph? Everybody's saying triumph. How the fuck does that happen? Exactly. So, so I, when I got one on one with the only other black person that works there, I was like, yo, so is there a reason why y'all are saying triumph instead of triumph? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, is the company is just is it just like they they pronounce it that way, but it's spelled triumph? She was like, no, it's you know you look at a T R I U M P H triumph. Huh. I'm like, no, like that's, it's that's like not tri- what I was taught. No, no. It's, it's like triumphant. Like you're familiar with that word, triumphant. This is the same thing, triumph. And then she was. 
was like, oh, oh, so what are you trying to say? Uh, so like then you're saying it wrong. That's yeah. what I'm trying so to you say. can't spell. Yeah. So then, so then she goes on to try to say triumph. I was like, no, you can keep saying triumph. Y'all can keep doing whatever you're doing. I just didn't understand why y'all were doing that. Chris <laughs> trying to break the mold over here. No, I'm, I'm just saying because like that's the, the win and wrong thing. Like there's like 50 people there and everybody is doing it wrong. So it's like, should I just blend in with everybody and pretend that it's triumph? I was like, no, I'm just gonna no, be the one person. Sooner or later, you're gonna be the one asshole outside of the company mm. talking to someone that has no idea that happens, and yep. you're just gonna go like, yeah, no, it's triumph. Mm. And people are gonna be like, what the fuck are yeah, you? Yeah, you're gonna exactly. kind of silly. Yes, exactly. Like so, so, so like the win and wrong thing, fuck that. It's just like, uh-uh. no, no, I absolutely hate that expression because mm. it implies that that the group mentality is always right, and yes. sometimes. You gotta go against the grain, man. Gotta... Most of the time, it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's just that conform, stay asleep. No, <laughs> I... consume. Okay, oh, okay. Obey. here we go. <laughs> I, I, I like where you're going. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was thinking about. You know, just from watching these John Carpenter movies, and then being into an environment to where I'm just supposed to conform to what everybody else is doing, but I don't feel like this is necessarily the right path. You put on you the know? sunglasses. So I put the sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The good in them shades. Exactly. <laughs> What about you? Have you seen anything? Done anything this week? Uh, what the fuck have I done? I, I've, I've been working a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been like bartending, mm-hmm. which is it's really nice. You enjoy uh, that? Yeah, I do. You like it, man. It's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. My favorite part of the job is when I get someone that looks like they would be one type of guy, mm-hmm. and then I talk to them, and they're absolutely the opposite of that guy. For example. So like, I was serving <laughs> drinks, and this like southern guy with like a mullet. Mm-hmm. Ginger, like red blonde. Ginger hair. mullet. Ooh, yeah, ginger all right, mullet. All right. Uh, like, kind of like fucked up teeth, kind mm-hmm. of like ugly looking dude. Yep. Walked up to the bar with like a really thick southern accent. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this dude's going to deport me immediately. <laughs> wherever I'm from. Yeah. And you're gone. So, <laughs> you're gone. He's going to see me. It's like, where's your green card? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Immediately, yeah. Uh, so he walked up to the bar and like just the thickest accent ordered like a top shelf Long Island iced tea. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, all right, he's got a thick accent. This is going to get, this is weird. I don't know how to handle this. He all probably right. likes Trump. Right. And then his like black girlfriend walks in from the bathroom, Ooh. from the bathroom, kisses someone the cheek. And then uh. he starts talking to me how, about how fucked up the situation in Puerto Rico is. Wow. And how Trump is an idiot that should be taking more care of us. And I was just like, I don't know who the fuck you are. You just made my goddamn day. Really? It just like, Brian like, does like a fist bump to himself. Like, yes. Yeah, under the <laughs> table fist bump. <laughs> I was so happy when I could talk to this guy. Because he hung around the bar for like 20 minutes. The so tension has been cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Kinda. I was like, it was like, oh, fuck, he's cool. All oh, right, yeah. he's cool. Yeah. I could uh, be myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat off my brow. I yeah. can have the accent. I can have the accent. Nice. All right. uh, but like, that's my favorite type of people that mm. walks into the job. Uh, just that completely unexpected. You just don't know what you're going to get. Kind of. Right. Yeah. I, I love that shit. My, the worst person that can walk into the job mm. is the guy that goes to the movies and wants to get a drink of the movies knowing how expensive it is. Yeah. And he clearly doesn't have the budget to go to the mm. movies and get a drink. Yep. So he counts every single cent. That he's gonna give me like yeah. really slowly yes. while mumbling to himself. Uh, I don't like that guy. I, yeah. I see. That's when, when you told me that about the uh, the tips. It was like a fifty dollar tip in a weekend. I was like, I was surprised anybody's doing tips. I, I would think everybody would be that guy. It's, you know, because you're already spending like fifteen bucks on your movie yeah, ticket at the movie theater. Yeah, you do yeah. kind of drop some cash. Yeah, you do. And yeah. then like a fifteen dollar alcoholic drink. So I was like surprised that people are like shelling out cash there. But like the ones that are, that's pretty dope. Yeah, no. Like mm-hmm. some people tip seven and six dollars at a time. See, like, like I'm the kind of guy like. I feel like I have to tip. If I don't tip, first off, my girlfriend will like get in my ass. She'll oh. be like, listen, like if you're not gonna tip, 
Don't like, go. Yeah, don't, exactly. Don't go. Oh, now, now this brings up something else. Now, right. before before you were working in this industry, relying relying upon tips, we right. had an episode with Jonathan here, and you were saying, fuck tips. You don't feel like you have to tip. It is not necessary, and we're yeah. not going to change your mind about that. I stand by it. Okay. I All stand right. by it. All right. it okay. Respect. Yeah, respect. It, yeah. It's it like, <laughs> okay if you don't want to tip. All right. I will not judge you. Okay. I, it's fine. It's However, fine. I do get really sad when no, someone doesn't tip. But, <laughs> but, it's, but it's fine. But it's fine. It is okay. Yeah, it is okay. I, here's, right. here's the thing. Here's, there's two reasons why it's okay. Right. One, it's actually okay. Mm. Two, I feel like if I go back on it now, I'm a piece of shit. So yeah. I have to like stick by it. But, but I, I'm like but committed by principle to stick by it. But, but you don't. You don't. <laughs> it's like you, you found out there was an error in your, in your thinking and you, now you're like, hey, I was wrong. Give me my fucking money. I'm working for six hours at a time on my fucking feet and serving you drinks and doing whatever the fuck you want within this customer service. How about you acknowledge that with some fucking money? Here's yeah. the thing. So like, at work. least in my job, like mm-hmm. I get minimum wage yep. if I don't make enough money by tips. Mm-hmm. So like I'm still guaranteed like the minimum wage. That's minimum wage. Yeah, like, yeah, no, get no, your, no, get I your tips. I know, I know. That's yeah. fine. But I still, I'm still guaranteed minimum wage, so mm-hmm. I'm not like super worried. Okay. About not like losing money and not being able to afford my shit. Yeah. But and that, that being said, I am I am more enthusiastic about tipping waiters yes. now. Yes. All right. But there yeah. we go. But it's okay. fine. It, if it you comes don't full tip. circle. It, yeah. it does. It does. I, I mean, I was always in the same boat. You know, like I didn't like tipping because I didn't understand why. It's like if I'm going to a restaurant, why am I paying you money to go do something that I could very well do myself and I want to do myself? Yeah. I go fill up my drink over and over by myself. I don't need you and have to wait on you to come fill up my drink. I could go over there and take my uh, my plate off the grill line and sit it right in front of me and eat it. And I'm giving you extra seven bucks to do that shit you know but but then after i started working as a waiter and then i was like i'm getting my minimum wage but i'm like okay i can go home with two hundred dollars you know for a week or five hundred dollars in the week and it was like a big dramatic difference and i was very upset with you know older black women or people on sundays that would come in and run me back and forth for barbecue sauce and sugar packets and all kind of bullshit and have a fifty (laughs) dollar tab like for real yeah because they're only going to order water and then have a full bowl of fucking lemons and then a whole bunch of sugar packets to make the uh, a ragtag ghetto lemonade and but but, i mean that's what it is like for real so it's like i'm running back and forth for these people especially on sundays and then running up a fifty dollar tab and you're giving me a two dollar tip like no I, i wasn't okay with that shit yeah. See, yeah. I I feel like I feel like you should tip, but it should def- it's based off the service. Yes. If it's good service, you get a good tip. Yep. You know, I mean, if, if my drink's full every time, you're gonna get a good tip. Yeah, that's, right. I believe exactly. in that. Me too. Same. Yeah, that's kind of high rocket. Like, yeah. like every time I go to like a restaurant or something, mm-hmm. like the waiter pays attention to me. I'd be like, oh, you you made me feel good about myself. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like somewhere. Angelica and I went to. Uh, I did like something good at work, and my boss got us a hotel in the city. And we went in to like Capital Girl. We're like, "All right, we're gonna live it up tonight." And I ordered a steak, and I almost um, got the steak overcooked. And mm. and the waiter was like, "No, no, this is how you want it." Mm. Man, I tipped the shit out of him, man, because it was the best steak I ever had in my life. What kind you get? Um, honestly, I don't remember. Ooh. No, no, it was it was, it was, it was a New York strip. it was really good though. Yeah. It was really good. All right, medium yeah. rare is a way to eat a. Yep, that, that medium, medium rare. rare. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that to be true. I've heard yeah. that. To be you know true. what I said? I you said, know what? One day I'm going to like invite you over dinner. I've, I've had it before. You've it's, had it. Yes, oh, okay. and, and the, it's not the flavor. It's like, but it's just like the visual image of the blood. Wait, are uh, you like Mr. Like Burnt Steak over here? Like, yes. Did I hear you say that? He has no food palette. No, his food palette is fucked up. He just like let me eat. He likes cheese and barbecue shit. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, it's, what was like, it? The pizza place? Cheese on cheese? Remember? You <laughs> yes. Cheese on cheese, like bacon, like stuff like that I like. But it's like as far as like um, fine dining, like I wouldn't be able to eat like a sushi roll or uh, any sushi at all. Or, or a nice steak, like a medium rare or a medium steak. I couldn't do it, no. And I almost wish that's – I feel like that's almost better because you don't have to, like, spend a lot of money on, like – because you just eat whatever, you know? I mean, it's I still like, get steaks. Yeah. I still – I still, I was like, just burn that shit, Yeah, you know? But I'm saying you don't have to get a high-quality steak if you're just going to burn <laughs> exactly. it, though. You know what I mean? Exactly, so you don't have to yeah. spend, like, 25 bucks on a steak. You'll just give you this I've little – I've done that. I spent, yeah. like, 50 bucks on two steaks one time, and it was fucking lit. Oh. I bet. I loved it. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, oh, I thought you were going to say you burnt it. I'm like, we're oh. not friends anymore. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. What have you been up to, Ryan? All right. I have been working um, – I've been playing like a lot of PS4. Nice. I've been playing this game called uh, Rocket League. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Never it. Heard okay. Of it's League, like yeah. you take like RC cars and then you play soccer. When you explain <laughs> it, it sounds really corny. And then like my friend that I work with put me on it. And like now I'm like, I want to be a pro, mm. but I'm 30 years old. So come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah. Follow your dreams. Yeah, right. Good um, job. But yeah. yeah, just, you know, watching movies. Um, Caught up on Game of Thrones. I started watching Westworld. Hold on, Ronback. How far into Game of Thrones? All the way caught up. All the way caught up. Motherfucking right. Who's yeah. your favorite character? Uh, I mean, I'm a Jon Snow kind of guy, man. Uh, all right, we're done here. Yeah. Oh, you said Westworld? <laughs> I, I, I watched the first couple of episodes. No, but I, I, I like I like Jon Snow. He's just like he, he's a noble guy, he man. Is. You he know, is. that's why I like him. I'm, I'm yeah. all about like the good guy. Yeah. He, I mean, obviously, Captain yeah. America. Yeah. So. He's kind of an asshole with that. I movie. like the asshole yeah. people. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joffrey was my favorite character for oh, the longest, fuck him. and uh, now it's um, it's Arya, Arya Stark. Okay, yeah, we, yeah. I mean Arya's like she's badass, but yeah. she's still like a good guy, kind, kind of. Kind of a good guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Is that, that like the appeal of the show that you don't really know who's the good guy and the bad guy until some shit happens? You kind of know who's good and bad, but, but it's a thin line. Yeah, it's, it's a, a very thin, thin line, line they walk. Yeah, it is. Yeah, is steering a good guy or is Tyrion walking that line? He kinda, he's a good he's guy, kind of but he good. walks it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. yeah. No, no, I agree. He, you know, he does walk that. I, I think he started more bad, but he's, he's kind of like turning yeah. over a new leaf. He start. He's uh, the sister of uh, Cersei. She's the one that uh, everybody's seen the shame. Shame. Right, She's yeah. walking. Her, that's his sister. But uh, he he betrayed her and then left and joined sides with uh, Daenerys. Right. So he's fighting against his sister. But wasn't now. there a theory that he like could talk to dragons and some shit? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's like, still out there. Yeah, yeah. and there mm-hmm. were a couple of things he did. You know, like yeah. the chain when he unhooked the chain mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's there's some things going on. Yeah, nice. it's brewing. A storm's a brewing. <laughs> I that was all of my knowledge of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So now I have nothing to contribute to. The Yes. Conversation. It's, so it's okay. It no, it's all good. <laughs> Did you finish Westworld? Uh, no, I didn't finish it. I'm, I'm maybe like one or two episodes in. See, this is what happens. I'll start watching a show with my girlfriend, and mm-hmm. then she'll be like, "Oh, I want to do this tonight," and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna go watch whatever." Like, no, I, you're I, not. Haven't, I haven't even finished Jessica Jones because she yeah. wants to watch it all together. Yeah. And then she just never. And then I go watch it alone, and she's like, Pissed. "We're supposed to watch it together." Yep. It's like, "Where are you at, though?" Like, yep. come on. Like, <laughs> I mean, I love her, but yep. you know, do, I, I just kind of like threw a little jab at her yesterday. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, we still didn't finish Jessica Jones or Westworld. Yeah. Like, so. I, I do the same thing, like, because my girlfriend, she'll, we'll do the exact same thing, but she'll be like, I put it in the rotation. But yeah. now there's six, seven, and eight shows in the rotation. I'm like, bitch, when are you going to watch any of these Dude, shits? My any Hero of them. Academia is another one. Like, uh, I'm like, okay, we have to finish, we have to start watching this. Yep. Where are we at? You haven't started that? No, I've seen it. I've, oh. se- I've seen up until, like, what is his name? What's the what's the guy's name? His his brother got died by stain. Uh, oh, Genium. the uh, one with the jetpacks yeah, on his yeah, leg. Yeah, like I saw where he just I think like met up with stain in the yeah. alley. I think. Oh. Like yeah. yeah. What the fuck was that guy's name? Ida. 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 Mm. Yeah. So I like 
I mean, but it's like it was getting so good, and yeah. I'm just like, well, how could we just like stop just watching it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't so. cut up because I won. I won like seven episodes of Boku no Hero mm-hmm. to yeah. like be waiting for me. Yeah, like right now. See, I that, have, that's a good idea though. Yeah. Like, like just to get that binge in, mm-hmm. man. Just, uh, it feels so fucking good. Yeah, I have seventy. No, I have fifty-eight episodes of Dragon Ball Super. Oh my god, I need to watch that too. In one of your episodes, he said, you said something about Gohan, you're like, that motherfucker's back. That motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, God, I yep. gotta watch that shit, man. God. <laughs> Gohan is back. The, yeah. the new special, like, they, they had a one-hour special yesterday nice. for Dragon Ball Super, mm. and it was like the Jinsei or whatever versus Goku. Jiren? Jiren versus Goku. Yeah, yep. Jiren, Jiren. Yep. Uh, Jinseng is a fucking spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like dick spice, isn't it? Jinseng? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it is good for the libido. Yeah, it's good for yeah, the libido. Yeah. But it's funny you did say ginseng because, like, aren't they named after vegetables though? Yeah, so it wouldn't be that far oh, off, you probably. know. Well, most of the main characters in Dragon Ball are named after vegetables. Really? Yeah. yeah. Can I have Vegeta, three examples? Vegeta. What is that? Uh, vegetal, like vegetables. Yeah. Oh, vegetable yeah. Vegeta. Okay. Uh, you got uh, Kakarot, carrots. Okay. Got, there's one guy literally named that. That's how you would say it in, in Japanese. Yeah. And there's one guy literally named Cabbage. Oh. Uh, <laughs> there's Napa, Napa cabbage. Okay, yeah, uh, this is Gohan. That's how, like a vegetable. You've been lied here. to your Gohan whole life, rice. Chris. Oh wow! Yeah, so <laughs> he never saw it coming. Never. <laughs> I, I read it somewhere. Yeah. But I, I didn't. Re- I didn't remember which what was what. Yeah. But, no, yeah. yeah. Goku it, running around looking like a carrot, and now okay, <laughs> carrot top. <laughs> yeah. to yeah, his outfit. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, Frieza, named mm-hmm. after a fridge. And uh, then there was cooler a cooler. After, cooler. God damn it. Okay, I'm good. And all then right. their father, King Cold. Like, yeah. you know, they all kind of follow this. All right. Trend. It's really hilarious. I didn't see that pattern uh, at all. Dragon Ball yeah. started as a comedy anime, so mm-hmm. it, it wasn't taken very seriously. Okay. Uh, but fucking, they had this one hour special. Mm-hmm. Goku has a new form, and it's called Ultimate Instinct or Limit Breaker, I it, think it's called. Is it black? Does it go black? He has black hair. Oh, uh, yeah. I seen a meme about this. Yeah, like he has d- black hair and it's like spiky and he has like yep. silver eyes. Yeah. Really? Like yeah. Goku black? Th- this, is, this is for the show or is this is in a movie? Is this no, canon? this is, a, this this is, canon? is the show, but it was like one hour special. Oh, episode. my Lord. Yeah. And it was Where like a, this amazing my... like, epic fight. And oh. the animation looks gorgeous oh, and I man. can't wait to get to it. Dude. Uh, it's fucking I'm missing I'm out. Tonight. I'm doing that tonight. Yeah, right. it, it's fucking great. So All right. And Boku no Hero gets so good. I caught up with the manga. I have like 10 chapters of the manga that I have but like that shit, like I was reading it, like I was fucking jerking off to it. It's it just, so the, nice. I feel, it's just like even from the beginning, it's just like a feel good story, it you is. know. And I'm all about that. Like yep. I'm all about you know starting from the bottom, coming up, mm-hmm. you know, learning. Like I, I love it, man. Even it's when great. it gets sad, like yeah. the ending of the episode feels good. Yeah. Uh, the the fucking the purple haired guy, I forgot what his name was. Hitoshi. Um, I think yeah, so. yeah, the guy. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Hitoshi. Uh, purple hair. The guy that controls you every time you answer a question. Oh, oh no, yeah. Boku no, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Toshi, like that episode was like fucking sad. Yeah, and the like you hated him, but good. then you ended up at it. They, they're good at, they're yeah, really they're really good at that. They're really good at that. Yeah, you're sympathizing with him because you understand what he's been through, and you know, yeah. And like they give you enough backstory, like, and this is like a really clever thing about Boku no Hero. Mm. The first season is all about Deku. Yeah, everything relates back to Deku. The second season. It's all about the how everyone, room. yeah, it's about the ensemble. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone gets a little development. Yeah. Still focusing. I, I love the writing in Boku no Hero. Me too. Yeah, it's good. It's very shit. good. It's oh, fucking yeah. great. I'm glad we can all agree on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything else you've been watching? Um, uh, nothing off the top of my head that I can think of right now, yeah. honestly. You know, just working and yeah. playing games and just picking up stuff here okay. and there. I picked yeah. up yeah. Cuphead. Cuphead? Uh, yeah, the platformer that looks like it was animated in the 30s. This mm. is, is this a game? Yeah. 
I have heard of this. It's okay. uh, it's it's uh, lately. Look it up. It, the animation is fucking gorgeous. Okay. It looks like a. Do you know those old timey cartoons from the 1930s and 1940s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're called rubber hose animation. Okay. It was animated in that style. It's that shit. Yeah. Okay. It was animated okay. in that style. All right. Okay. They, the game looks gorgeous, and like it's, how, a, it's, what a is it? oh, it's a platformer. It's a platformer. Okay, okay. For what? Uh, like PC. It's on PC, Xbox, PS4. Okay. It's on like most platforms. I'm but gonna it's check a platformer it out. that's uh, focused on boss battles, so mm-hmm. like most of the time you're doing like boss fights. Mm. But it's as hard as a Dark Souls game. <laughs> really? Yeah, it just it looks really happy and peppy, but it's as hard as a Dark Souls game, and I fucking love it. I every time you clear a stage, you're like, <gasps> fuck, dude, <laughs> you, you make me think. Okay, so PS PSN gave out a free game called Downwell. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of it? Uh-huh. Okay, so you're this dude, and you have okay, so it's. You're going down a obviously a cave, a cavern, right. and um, you have to like string. You can shoot bullets out of your boots. It sounds silly, but okay. you, you can shoot bullets out of your boots, and you ju- and you and you like pounce on enemies, mm-hmm. and you get you get in these rooms, and you can get like an extra gun, a bullet in the chamber, more health, and like you have to keep going down the well and going through each cavern to get to the end boss mm-hmm. and you have to string together combos to get more health and like if you get like 10 10 like combos yes it's thing. so good like mm-hmm. i couldn't yes. believe it like i was like okay i'm going to pick this up for free whatever and yeah. i checked it out and it's it's 8 bit or 16 bit so yes. it's like it's like very nostalgic i'm all about nostalgia man that's why yeah. i like like you know 1980s movies john carpenter or whatever mm-hmm. you know yeah. so i'm i like had so much fun playing that game and i couldn't believe it i was like a free little game like this like yeah. so if you ever hear of it down well it's really good Platformers are coming back, man. Yeah, I man. have a question. I've been seeing um, people been posting uh, their game console, what they consider the best console of all time or their favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, around the table, what's your favorite game console, Pierce. Ryan? Uh, I mean, all time, just for like for fun as a kid, I had to say Super Nintendo, man. That was okay. one of my favorites. I see that a lot. Yeah. PS2. Brian? PS2? PS2. Okay. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a weeb. I'm weeboo trash. And mm-hmm. PS2 had a lot of the Japanese role-play games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasies. Uh, even PS1, like Final Fantasy, Chrono mm-hmm. Trigger, all of that bullshit, I was all about that. Okay. PS2. I, PS2, I can take that. that. I can yeah. totally I can see take that. that. How about you? And Nintendo 64. Nintendo that's 64. A, see, that's a yeah, good... I, I mean, I feel like Nintendo, you, you just can't go wrong with Nintendo, yeah. though, with, like, you know, the games and everything. Yeah. Family yep. play. GameCube was my favorite Nintendo console so far. What's that? The GameCube? Oh, yeah. GameCube is awesome, man. Great. I love Throw GameCube. shit in the trash. Really? Oh, I thought GameCube was... I thought GameCube was... I mean, it had the... Melee? The Metroid games that were like you know yeah, first person, those Metroid were great. Fusion, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Metroid um, Prime. 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 Yeah. Mm. No, no. There were just so many other consoles out. Like we had, it was a Dreamcast. It was Nintendo was doing things. Uh, like Sega had their own things. I was like, I don't understand Nintendo right now because you went from Nintendo sixty four and then the GameCube was just so different. You know, it from was, everything yeah. that they've done, I just I don't know. I, I, they had to make it. that leap, though. I feel like to compete with the PS2 and yeah. um, the Xbox the Xbox. And the yeah. Xbox. They, the yeah. Xbox just came out. See, we were always PS gamers growing up, mm. from PS1, then PS2. But my brother decided to get an Xbox. Yeah. You know, and then he eventually gave me an Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and and I now I like Xbox more, but I have a I have a they PS4. Yeah. 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 So I I am completely. Non-partisan to any other consoles. Either one, PlayStation or Xbox. Like, because most of them have the same games. Yep. There's only the exclusives that I really like, like care about one way or mm-hmm. another. And usually, like PS4 has the better exclusives. That okay. Because they're like Persona Five, yep. the, like all that shit. Uncharted. Uncharted. Uncharted's a great Uncharted. Game. So fucking yeah, good. it's a great game. God right. damn. I, I I would say last generation 
from what I've read, heard, even my own opinion, mm -hmm. I think the 360 was better. But I, from Same. what I'm reading now, the PS4 is the better one right now. I totally mm -hmm. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, right. PS4 is pretty great. I'm kind of sad that I bought an Xbox One and not a PS4. I, I don't know. Like, I have both. We have the, well, my girlfriend has a PS4. I have the Xbox One, and I play both pretty equally. See, I don't really see a difference. I want the Xbox One because my family plays Xbox One. All my friends play Xbox One. Mm -hmm. I compromise the PS4 for my girlfriend. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, I, I enjoy it. See, it's if nice. you have both, you play like, them equally but yeah. when you only have one like the exclusive from the other one or mm. just like because the exclusive first was kind of not that interesting mm. to me but the Japanese exclusive yeah. for PS4 just fucking give Pretty that elite. shit to me I will fucking eat it <laughs> hell yeah yum, yum. <laughs> anyway I think we're about good with the intro we're yeah. gonna cut and then we're gonna yes, talk sir. about John Carpenter alright That's the I, one I, that I looked at the most. Oh, wow. I, <laughs> I watched I, I that fucker twice. I'm, I mean, like, it's funny, like, like growing up, I didn't realize that I was, like, these were all John Carpenter films. Yeah. I didn't realize that. You know, like, I, I just one day, like, when I was, like, 25, I'm like, wow, all these movies that I love are John Same Carpenter person. movies, you yeah. know? It's just, like, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, like, ha Halloween is, like, that's my favorite horror movie. Like, I, like Michael Myers, that's my guy, you know? Mike Myers. Mm. Anyway, so. let me let me do the the bit where I welcome back the audience and all that shit. And welcome back to uh, we're gonna talk uh, John Carpenter movies. Uh, we yeah. watch, I think like well, you watch four, yeah, but we all watch three. Sorry yeah, about that. I didn't. I did, I've never seen Halloween Confession. Never seen Halloween. Really? I never saw it until not, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, not not for the show. Not just in life in general. I have no experience with anything related to Michael Myers. At There's all. a tear running down my face right now. <laughs> you know, like the only Mike Myers is the uh, the guy that plays um, Austin Powers. Yes, that's the only Mike Myers that I know. Of <laughs> you can't, you life. can't, you guys can't hear me shaking my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> they made a joke of that. In baby oh, God. Yeah, yeah he that's did. great. They did. So anyway, so what we did, we were, we were going to talk John Carpenter. So we watched, I think, three of, Ryan and I watched three of his most popular movies. Mm. And you watch another three. You watch the, um, the The ones that I watched recently, I watched uh, Big Trouble in Little China, They Live, The Thing. And I believe that was, that was all I seen this week. Okay. Um, I can see if I've seen any just in my lifetime, but those are the ones that I really wanted to talk about there. Okay, cool. Yeah. How about you? Which ones did you watch? Uh, I watched They Live, The Thing, and Halloween. Okay, Christine. That's the Christine's another good that's one. The, yeah, I've, I've seen, seen, I've seen that several seen that. times. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, watched the, I watched The Thing, They Live, and Halloween as nice. well. Uh, and I'm kind of ready to dive into it. So Which, I think we, let's start with The, the Thing. Like the thing, the thing. I think it's right. a good one to start the thing? with. Yeah, yeah right. the, the thing's a good one to let's start go. with. All right, so do you, have, do you, do you shall have do a rundown? Rundown? Yeah, I do have one on the thing. Yeah, uh, the Thing is a 1982 rated R, one hour and 49 minutes. is a horror mystery sci-fi movie. The rundown is a research facility in Antarctica comes across an alien force that can be, become anything it touches with 100% accuracy. Uh, the members must find out who's human and who's not before it's too late. Uh, the director is John Carpenter. The writer is Bill Lancaster. And it stars Kurt Russell and Keith David. Nice. Uh, well, Keith David, I, I didn't recognize him from. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched he, two movies that he was. In he was both in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so fucking the thing. Uh, first of all, it's a remake from a 1950s movie called The Thing That Came From Outer Space. Yes, sir. And that movie itself is based on a book called Who Goes There. Yeah. All right. Uh, so like this movie is technically a remake, but mm -hmm. as far as remakes go, I think it is like the best example of like how you can remake a story. Yeah, they took it to the next level. Yeah, I would, I would totally agree. Yeah. Uh, here's like, do you consider this movie a horror movie? Yes. I would. Yes. I would definitely. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, I was, I, I like, I did not feel scared no, at all through the entire scared. movie. Hmm. 
but I felt paranoid and anxious, mm-hmm. yeah. but not scared. So yeah. the entire movie. That's a good way of explaining it, I would yeah. say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like the, but first of all, the, like the special effects mm-hmm. are amazing in this movie. Hells, first, yeah. I mean, it, it holds 82. up to today's standards. Mm-hmm. Like I, oh my God, mind blown. Yeah. Man. And part of that is just because of their, like they're practical. Like they, they yeah. were made on camera yep. and like every, like. The prosthetics were like amazingly well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I forgot the name of the guy that worked on the special effects, mm. but he did a fucking fantastic. Definitely, he, did. he actually yeah. had he he put so much time into it. I I just listened to this this morning because mm. I was kind of recapping everything. Mm. He went to the hospital for exhaustion. Yeah, because that's how that's how much you know he put into it. Yeah, by so. the, by the end of production, he was fucking knackered. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think like all right, so. The thing I think is really a story about how people crack under pressure. I, don't, okay. I, I think it's it's not about the monster itself. Definitely it's not, not about the special effects. It's definitely about this group of people that are cracking under the pressure and of having everything that they know in each other sort of being like taken apart by this unknown thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is another thing I like about the thing. It's mm. it's not they don't explain it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of horror movies nowadays have the bad habit of explaining everything about the lore that they're going into, yeah. like explaining everything that the creature is about and whatever. The Halloween franchise suffers from this, like after the second movie, yeah. immensely. And so, like, I like that you don't know what the fuck is happening. Mm. The first, like, maybe like thirty-five minutes of the movie, there's not even a thing nope. in there. There's no monster of it. It's mm. just like them introducing you to these characters, which I think is like. It's really important for a horror movie to establish you to the characters right from the get-go. Because mm. otherwise, when the horror thing happens, there is nothing for you to relate to if yeah. you're not empathized to these characters. Mm-hmm. So I think like the fact that John Carpenter took the time to let know, like, jo- like Kurt Russell's character is impulsive. Uh, one of the other guys is, you know, has a, like severe mistrust, is like mm. paranoid, they're high all the time. Like Once we get all these little details of people, it makes sense to see how they would react when all these stressors are applied mm. and i think that's fucking phenomenal yeah writing in terms of horror mm. how'd you feel about it ron how did i feel about the movie yeah, i mean the thing the thing oh i mean um it i mean it, it i wasn't it wasn't really like a like he was saying it's not like a scary movie to me or anything yeah. um i was definitely like paranoid about about like if I was in that in that scenario, I would just want to like lock myself in a room yeah. and just stay away from everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like kind of like what the um, what the, the dog. Wh- yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, yeah, um, it, it made me it made me think like, damn, I'm messing up. No, no, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, like from when I was watching it, like the the thing that stood out for me was the visuals for it. Like you yeah. said, the prosthetics, the visuals, and seeing that this is 1982, mm-hmm. I'm just like, this guy is like 10 years ahead. It, it made me think like like um, with Alien, the original Alien movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can see how far ahead of their time that they really are. And just one more thing with the, with this movie uh, real quick. I didn't see Halloween, but I wanted to know, in Halloween, do they have one of the same shots as in every other movie that I've seen? All right, you know um, where it's, it's like a long road, it's a long hilly road, mm-hmm. and he starts off from way, way back, and he's showing either someone coming down that road on a motorcycle or a truck or something else. Do they do that in the in the Halloween movie? Uh, no. no. They no. do a similar thing. Okay, uh, but it's a different effect. Because it's it's done in the thing, mm-hmm. if you remember. Then it's it's done in um in Big Trouble in Little China. He's in his big eighteen wheeler truck, you know, over the the hill or whatever. And it's done in They Live, yep. you know. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I was wondering if that's something that he's doing, like a stylized like image that he wants in every single movie. Well, yeah, he does do it because even in like other movies, he does like Escape from New York and stuff like that. Mm. He does do stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, 
Uh, I think the, the closest thing to that in Halloween is a shot where Laurie, the main character, like the, the dude that Michael Myers is hunting, the girl, mm. uh, she's walking down the street and you see a shot of Michael Myers. Like he steps into the frame and like stays on the frame for like 25 seconds, like mm. watching her walk away. Oh, okay. All right. That's like the closest thing to that shot. Yeah. So like John Carpenter does like deep focus shots yes. where he like presents everything in like sharp focus so you can see mm-hmm. from like, where the character is to the complete background. So yeah. you can see, have an idea of what's happening. And in that, doing so, since like his movies tend to be like horror movies, mm-hmm. uh, Halloween and The Thing, uh, he does this with the effect of making you paranoid. Because mm. if you can see everything in the shot, mm. you don't know where the horror thing is going to come from. Yeah. yeah. And so you're scanning the frame at mm. every time. And every time you see a movement in the back of frame, you're like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. That was it. That was it. And yeah. then it wasn't. Well, so that's how he builds up tension a lot. And one thing I do like about the movie, too, is um, I feel like in a lot of horror movies, there's like these scenes of like information that's not needed. Like, yeah. like he didn't do much of that. Like, it was Ooh. just like everything. It just kept the movie progressing, yes. moving. Great you know, there, there wasn't like anything that that wasn't needed. So I, I like that about it. I agree with that 100. percent Yeah, definitely so. And I think that's important to to note that sometimes in horror movies, less is more. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because like you don't want to understand what the because th- if you understand what the thing is, you don't have any reason to be scared. Of yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, that's a really smart thing. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no. I'm just saying the, the thing. The thing besides the story, yeah. Yeah, the story was was okay for me. But the the thing that stood out for me most, like I said, was just prosthetics and the visual appeal of the movie. Is um those this is one of the movies I don't know if I'm gonna watch five, ten, fifteen times. But it was right. on in the background, and I had to pay attention to what was going on every ten seconds or so because it was just visually compelling. Yep. You know. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but do you, you notice that Jordan Carpenter is a really wide shot director? He doesn't really like close-ups. Uh, the closest he'll get is to a medium shot, like right about yeah. like below the chest area. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he reserves close-ups exclusively for like a huge moment of tension mm. or a huge moment of release of tension. Hey. Other than that, like in in the thing, there was maybe six close-ups. Yeah. And and they lived. There were four. Mm. And I'm pretty sure there were four. And in, like, the other one, Halloween, there were, like, two close-ups. So, like, he does not use close-ups at all. He's a very much static camera, wide shot director. I don't really remember. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I don't really remember, like, two of them in Halloween. Like, yeah, none. Mm -hmm. I think one of them was on Laurie and Mm -hmm. one of them was on Mike Myers in front of Laurie. That's, like, the thing. What, What I liked so much about just seeing a number of John Carpenter movies now is that you can tell that he's writing from a point of reference that he completely understands. Yep. And not not so much about, you know, killing and, and Hall- the Halloween killer or about um, aliens uh, being real or just any anything like that. What I'm saying is, um, say that the point of reference that you're seeing is working class. And you can, you can tell that that's an environment that he's always been in. Like, I, I always have, like, a bit of trouble when I'm watching a movie or a television show like um, like Friends. It's like, mm-hmm. you're, you're in the middle of New York City, one of the most populated and diverse places in the United States, but you don't have any react, inter- interactions with people of color whatsoever. It's just, it makes me think that the writer isn't, like have a correct point of reference to where you're writing about. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter, he's writing about people that are working class white people. Mm-hmm. So when you see um, like um, Rowdy Piper, you see Rowdy Piper in, um, and they live, he's a working class white male yep. and he's, he's, he's working with other people like a person of color. Keith is a black guy yep. and the black guys and when I, watching the movie, it's like you're thinking, okay, why is he going to give a fuck about this black guy but when you're working class people like everybody's the same you don't have that that division in race because really. they're all just trying to get the paycheck yeah. trying to exactly. get the next thing yeah like race does not matter it's, a, it's broken down and, and things like that so that's something that I was like he's he's writing 
from a point of understanding exactly what a working class white man is going through. And I, I loved it from that point. Yep. Nice. I, I actually like I wrote down a line for John Carpenter or something like I view him as a blue collar filmmaker. The, oh, yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, That's a good because, way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if his movies are not they're not flashy. Mm-mm. They're not complicated. Mm-hmm. They don't even have complicated concepts at no, all. No. They're very simple, very straightforward. Sometimes they're sloppy, but mm-hmm. it works with the filmmaking. Yeah. yeah. Because it gives you that it gives that vibe of like he understands what he understands how to tell an efficient story yeah. without the faff of like complicated directors and camera movements and dollies and tracks and cranes and all that shit. I yeah. would I would go so far as to say he may be one of the the most underrated directors, writer directors of the past twenty to thirty years. Yeah. I, I would yeah. say so. I, I yeah. feel like and I don't I think it's like I think Hollywood understood him, but I don't think the people, some of the people understand him. I don't even you know think Hollywood I mean? did because at the time you had uh John Lucas and um who else was coming out? George Steven Lucas. Spielberg. Uh, I said John Lucas, yeah. yeah. Uh George George Lucas, uh <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Um just a number of people that were coming out in the seventies. Yeah. Even um, Martin Scorsese. Yeah. You know, he was doing a thing in the seventies. So all these people, Hollywood are, are recognizing them and giving them Oscars and all kinds of awards. John Carpenter is doing this in the exact same time frame in the, uh, the late 70s, early 80s through the 90s. So he's in there with big hitters and not receiving, receiving the acclaim that these people are getting. Well, you know? he, he also caught a lot of flack for making the thing or actually releasing it when, when he did because E.T. came out like a week before and mm-hmm. like it's this friendly alien. And yeah. they're like, how, like, oh, how could you do that? Like, yeah. you know, so he, he got a lot of flack for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I got real, right. Uh, yeah. But uh, you're right. I think, and I think part of the reason reason why John Carpenter didn't get that recognition a yeah. lot is because of his cinematography isn't meant to be flashy. It's no. simple. Yeah. It's like a lot of the shots are static tripod shots. Mm. And if they're not static tripod shots, they're very simple, mm. move forward, move back, and like maybe a sideways racking shot every yeah. once mm-hmm. in a while. Yep. So like his cinematography is not impressive by any means whatsoever. Mm. What's really impressive is how he handles visual effects and how he handles uh, storytelling from a writing perspective. Yeah. And like those are things that in Hollywood they're recognized, but they're not gonna make the general audience want to go and spend eight movies, yeah. ten dollar tickets, yeah. to go see one of these movies. Yeah, nobody's gonna say, "What? what uh, he, this one visual effects? We got to go see this movie. This one editing. This yeah. one white. Like they're not gonna go yeah, do it." Yeah, regular people just don't see stuff like that. No. So he's he's like, uh, you, you know who George Romero is, right? Yes, sir. Uh, you know who George? No. No, he's the the guy that pretty Living much revived dead. the zombie genre. Ah. Uh, he's responsible for. The Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Have you seen, seen that movie? That. Yep. Yeah. So he's the director of that. All right. I would describe him as well as a blue collar filmmaker because mm. his film, like, they're, they're, the filmmaking techniques that they use, mm. they're not refined. They're kind of sloppy. Mm. Uh, but the stories that they tell are very compelling because yes. of the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Night of the Living Dead is responsible pretty much single handedly for reviving the concept of zombies the way that we see them now. Mm-hmm. And I think. Uh, uh, and he didn't get a lot of recognition because of it either because of the ways movies was made. Uh, the very John Carpenter vibe. Yeah. And, and that's why I think he's an underrated director. He's he a is. a blue-collar filmmaker. There's not a lot of flash going on. Definitely but so. He's, he's fucking great. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. He's very good. <clears throat> yeah, that was like one moment, sorry. That was one moment in the thing mm-hmm. that I wanted to like really appreciate. All right. Uh, it was like right at the end mm-hmm. when he's sitting with Keith Davis yep. and like about to have a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's it never it's really it's never explained in the movie, but it said that in the whiskey bottle there was gasoline, yeah, and that's how he knew that uh, Keith Davis was the thing, mm. and from that thing, and I just really appreciate that moment because it's something that you have to really pay attention to yeah. and yeah. kind of catch in the screenwriting. So I don't know, yeah. just throwing that yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. What, what movie do y'all want to go to next? 
let's go Halloween. Uh, yeah, let's do Halloween. Halloween. All right. So yeah. so I'm going to be the spectator here. So I'm going to have questions yeah, yeah, about what sure. this is. All right. So so number one, what is this even about? It's about, do you want to take this run? Okay. So yeah. it's about, it starts with um, a little kid named Michael Myers. Mm. Um, it's, the movie opens up. You see the little kid walking into his house. He's spying on his sister and her boyfriend. They're mm. making out, you know, doing... When you, one of the horror movie tropes, yep, you know, right. mm-hmm. horny so, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. So, so so they run upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, that the the, the uh, sister and her boyfriend run upstairs, and then you see the boyfriend coming downstairs. So the little kid walks in the house. You see him reach for a knife. He goes upstairs and he kills his sister. Uh. Uh, he walks downstairs. Parents come home, pull the mask off, and they're like, "Oh, Michael." Now what? Cut to what? Fifteen years later, I believe mm-hmm. he's in an insane asylum, and basically he breaks out, yeah. and he ends up looking for his little sister who he wants to. Kill. Kill. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> he wants to kill. Okay. Uh, I had a rundown. It was a Halloween 1978. It's rated R, uh, one hour and 31 minutes, listed as a horror thriller. Uh, 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield to kill again. Written and directed by John Carpenter. Yep. Jamie Lee Curtis is in this. Yep. She is, the, is she hot in this? Is she hot? She yeah, is she's gorgeous. pretty. Yeah, yes. she's gorgeous. Mm. <laughs> and, and like that, he like gave her her start because he was at, actually he had another movie called The Fog that she was in. That's yes. another horror yep. movie. Yeah, I've not seen that one. Yeah, that's another good no. one too. All right. Uh, yeah. But so Halloween, it's really not anything. Com- it's a dude that breaks out of a mental institution mm. and comes back to some time to kill. Yeah. Uh, but there's no explanation as to like apart from like the little like three five minute introduction yeah. where we see him as a little kid yeah there is no explanation as to why he's doing it there's no sort of qualifications justification to why he's doing it he is just the guy that they keep saying is the embodiment of pure evil yeah. mm. that came back to kill there's there's no um they don't try to explore it psychologically at all but i mean nope. he's no. watching a sexual act and then killing his sister nope. like nothing nothing like that, like that. Okay. It, it, they leave it to your imagination, essentially. Okay. And, and I do have to say, uh, Dr. Loomis, mm. he is great, I feel like. Yeah, the he's doctor, the yeah. reason why the movie works, yeah. in my mm. opinion. Yes. Uh, there's a character, Dr. Loomis, which is a psychologist that yeah. took care of Michael Myers after the murders. All right. So for eight years, he tried to get through to Michael Myers. And then after the, he says it in line, for eight years, I tried to get through him. In, and seven years after that, I kept him locked up because there was nothing but evil behind those eyes. Mm. Uh, so, like, the reason why this movie works as a horror movie, yeah. I wasn't scared, yeah. but the reason this movie works as a horror movie is because Dr. Loomis, who is a man of science, yeah. a man of, like, psychological studies, mm. is so afraid of Mike Myers and the fact that he is the embodiment of pure evil. And he's got a blank slate, mm. no personality except for the intent to kill. Okay. The fact that we see this doctor, an intelligent man, so scared of this guy mm. that throughout the movie that we start... Being, we start asking ourselves questions. Like, yeah. What is he? Why is he doing this? What's going on? What's the motivation behind him? Is it really that scary? Yeah. And and so we have that creates because like Dr. Loomis treats him as if he's not all that human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, like he calls it it at one point. He calls yeah. him it. He's yeah. like, don't underestimate it. And mm-hmm. the lady goes like, don't you think we should be referring to him as a he? Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you mm-hmm. say so. <laughs> So like it's like really like the whole the whole movie really has this ambiguity of like is Michael Myers human or is he just an entity of evil? Mm. And it never really answers the question. And it does like really clever things with cinematography. Like he's standing in a bush mm. and then we cut to Laurie watching him in the bush from her room for a bedroom window. Mm. She doesn't break eye contact. But when we cut back to the shot of him standing in the bush, he's not there. Yeah. Mm. And she's freaked out. Nice. So you never really know like does he have supernatural powers that allowed him to vanish? 
Is she uh, what's, seeing something that's say? not there? Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. Something. So like all of that that ambiguity of like he's mm. just a really bad human, yeah. or is he like a, just like death itself? Like yeah. what, what what draw what draws him back to go back to the same city to to kill again instead his, of just his sister. Ja- Jamie Lee Curtis is essentially that you find out that that's his younger sister, and he wants to kill his family. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's his family. But, but but you don't know the whole movie. You're like, why is he going after her? Why yeah. her? You know, like she's just a babysitter. Yeah, you know. And I actually didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's his younger sister. Like oh. at, at at some point, um, I, I'm pretty sure what. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I think that that's actually in the second one. Okay. That yeah, might be I, I apologize about that. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Is um is his mother or father still around in in the movie? No, I no. think he killed them too, right? No, no. They they uh I I think they just uh just passed. On I, their they own. either died and and she just got adopted. I think it was mm-hmm. and um but they just died like not by yeah. him though. Okay. Yeah. Oh, does does he kill anybody that's outside of his family? Yeah, yes. yeah. He I mean he kills people. Like basically in his way to get to her, like her uh-huh. high school friends, you know. So he if he needs have, this guy's car, he's gonna kill him. So he doesn't have like an agenda. He's not like besides his family. So he's not gonna go out and say, "I'm gonna kill this random person." Or I'm gonna go to the grocery store and kill this person. No, it's all his family. And if someone gets in between that, yep. then they can die too. Yep. Okay. Uh, and like the really interesting part uh, thing about this movie mm-hmm. is that. They first of all, fun fact: if you didn't know, like the mask, the Mike Myers mask, mm-hmm. yeah. that's uh, William Shatner's face, hmm. rubber mask, painted in like a pale gray with a wig on top. Yep. Really? <laughs> Just yep. so you know. Uh, <laughs> but the reason that they did that, and right. the reason why we never see like pretty much above his face until the very end, mm. is because they wanted Mike Myers to feel like he had no personality. Yeah. And Just so, a blank like, stare. Yep. Yeah. Blank, <laughs> eyeless stare, nothing behind the eyes except evil. Huh. And so, like, and, 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 and this is a really, really clever way of presenting your bad guy mm. because it forces you to think about why he's doing it. And when you can't figure it out, that's when, like, fear should theoretically happen. Because the boogeyman, essentially. Yeah. yeah, you know, like they say, he's, he's supposed to be the boogeyman. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and they, like, they draw comparisons to him and the boogeyman in the movie yep. itself and all of that stuff. Does he get creative with his kills at all? Uh, not not really. really. He's pretty straightforward. I think mm-hmm. like one big one is just he just kind of stabs a guy to the wall, okay. <laughs> and hang, he's hanging up there. All right, with a kitchen. Well, and, and this movie, I mean, later on, you know how they got like Halloween Ten. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but for, for this one, the, the, he only kills four people mm-hmm. this yeah. entire movie, and yeah. and it's all just like by knife, just slit throats or knife or strangling or yeah. just like yeah, strangulation knife. Oh, usually, yeah, by is hand. It, by hand. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's not, they, they also never explain it. There's another reason why we don't know if he's just human or if like he's some sort of like supernatural entity. Mm. He's extremely strong. Yeah, super yeah. strong. Uh, and so like he can just like yeet and you just. I mean, she <laughs> stabs him a couple times with a with a sewing needle. Stabs mm-hmm. him in the neck. Stabs yeah. him with a knife. It's just like he there, gets there, shot. There, there's one scene. Yeah, he gets shot. Where does he get shot at? Um, chest. Yeah, at chest six times. Mm-hmm. Six oh, times. oh, all right. Hold on. Back up. Back this up a little bit. So. <laughs> Shot in the chest six times. What does he? How does he respond to that? Uh, well, see nothing. that that's kind of how the movie ends. Like oh. he gets shot six times, falls off the balcony. He's laying there. Doctor Loomis starts talking to Lori. Are you okay? Blah blah blah. Then goes back to the the balcony. Mm. Gone. Huh. You don't know where he is. So Dude. he he has and to the be some supernatural Jason Voorhees type person. Then that's what they lead lead. Yeah. Are that's what they up lead to. with after yeah. this movie. But okay. during this movie, you really had no idea what he was. Yeah. That that there's one scene when um, towards the end when she, 
Michael finally gets to her, and they're in the house, and she stabs him, and he's la- he's laying he's like attacking her while she's in the closet. Mm-hmm. Well, she stabs him, and he's laying on the ground. Yeah. And she's kind of in, in the door, like cowering, laying down, and then in the background, you just see him just like sit straight up, and then the music kicks back in, and you're like, oh shit, huh. like what is this guy? Yeah. Yep. So it's he's. He's something. Okay. <laughs> That's for sure. I don't know what it is, but he's something. Sounds all right. It's a really effective horror movie. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get scared just because like, I'm used to watching horror movies. Yeah. But it's a really effective way. Like I can see like when the movie was released. I can see why it became the thing terrifying. Was. Didn't talk when about. I was a kid, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Scared. scared yeah. Shit. I, I didn't even want to walk through the dark hall in my home. Yeah. So, but yeah, as an adult, yeah, it's just, you know. Yeah. It's kind of it's almost it's almost cheesy nowadays, but you you appreciate what it is yeah. for when it came out. Mm. And like the the only the only fault that I have with the movie is that it it, it tended to run on the side of boring mm. uh, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but I did appreciate that whenever we were in that boring state of movie, mm. uh, he was constantly building up tension, very little by very little. Okay, so like whenever there was a payoff happening, uh, you felt all the release of that tension that was built. Mm-hmm. And and really effective. And sometimes he does it where he kills one person yeah. after twenty minutes of like movie time, yeah. building up the tension, and kills that person. And then you think there's going to be another thirty minutes of build up time, but there's two minutes of build up time. Then he kills another person. Nice. I'm like, what the fuck, yeah. Jesus? Yeah. So like that's kind of like the effect of the movie. He knows how to pace mm-hmm. his killings. He knows how to how to like make it so that the audience is caught as off guard as the main character that's caught. Just as they kind of lull you down, it's mm-hmm. like, nope, gotcha. Okay, like lulls yeah. you into a false sense of security. Yeah, then scares the shit out of you, and that's kind of what happens to the characters in the movie. I like which that. Is why, why it works? Okay. Uh, I do want to say that they are making, they are remaking it, and John Carpenter will have a hand in the new one that's coming oh. out. Okay, that should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just curious to see how that goes. Yeah, me, I'm curious, but I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to have high hopes for it. Yeah. Just you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next move. Do y'all want to go to the next one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do so that. Uh, which one do you want to do? Uh, I guess They Live. Yeah. Everybody's seen They Live? Yeah, we'll do They Live. Uh, they Live was released in 1988. It's rated R, 134-minute runtime. It's an action horror sci-fi. Uh, the rundown is a drifter discovers a pair of sunglasses that allows him to wake up to the fact that aliens have taken over the Earth. Uh, the writer is Ray Nelson and John Carpenter. He did the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, stars Rowdy Roddy Piper. Fucking Roddy, right. Roddy and uh, Keith David awesome. and Meg Foster. Like, do y'all, did you did you watch wrestling back oh, in the day? Of course, at all? man. Yeah. Yes. Before we go with the thing, I don't know if we gave writing credit to Deborah Hill. She also had a hand in writing Halloween. On oh, on Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she, I, I, that, I just didn't know if we said her name, and I wanted. I think to that was credit. his wife at the time too. I think so too. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. anyway, they live. Uh, yeah, they live. Uh, but Rowdy Rowdy Piper, like I, I was, I, I started, great. I started watching it. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I thought this was like Kurt Doug, uh, Russell at four seconds. Like that's not it, Kurt Russell. It, and it's crazy, like. He did a good job in that movie. And, Great and, job. And what, I don't, was he in any other movies? Like, I don't I think don't he, he was. In, he was the guy in Escape from L.A. in New York. Ah, okay. I didn't see yeah. that. Roddy Piper. He was uh, Snake Pilskin. No, 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 yeah. no, no. That was Kurt. That was Kurt Russell. That was Kurt. I assure you. Yes, it was Kurt Russell. So Kurt Russell did like three or four movies with him. And yeah. they look kind of similar, but they're yeah. not. Uh, I'm gonna Piper. I'm gonna fucking shit a brick if that wasn't Roddy Piper because that motherfucker looks just like Roddy. Yeah, Piper. Yeah, he does. That they, they do look. Uh, like. The big movies that he have are They Live, Portal to Hell, Hell Comes to Frogtown, and Sci-Fi Fighters. Yeah, fuck me sideways. I guess yeah. uh, I guess Kurt Russell. But they do look part. alike though. They do. Like I I I could totally. I thought see it was that. Kurt Russell like uh, when I was watching They yeah. Live. Yeah. Uh, give us a rundown of They Live. 
I, I've done that already. Oh, I, I, I can give another one. I will say, basically, they live as a documentary of what's going on in the world right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and that's the thing. It's like I didn't necessarily need the um, the story about being aliens mm-hmm. so much. It's like that could have just been the personification of all the negativity that they're embodying. That's the yep. Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's kind of it's it, crazy. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be that these people are aliens. Is why they're acting like this. They're a product of what society has become, what capitalism has become. The me first and greed mentality and anyone that is embodying that then you're able to see that through the glasses so i mean the alien thing kind of missed me with that but the the premise of the story like what's behind it i loved it i loved it it's it's got almost like a a kind of cheesy feel to it you Mm. know what i mean but Mm -hmm. it's 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 good and at the point it, they get it across, you yeah, know, and I, I like it. And I think John Carpenter's movie sense of feel cheesy, yeah. but I think that's just his filmmaking approach. It yeah. is, uh, yeah, but not not necessarily because of the thing is cheesy. It's yeah. just like it's just how he films things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I, and well, I'll talk about it more on uh, Big Trouble in Little China because that shit is cheese, oh bro. Oh my lord, <laughs> yeah, that, it is cheese. <laughs> that was so fun. But um, the, the, and um, and they live when he puts on these glasses, he's able to see billboards and magazines, and um, so like he'll see one that says um, go. To to the Caribbean and it has a woman on the beach on, on a billboard mm-hmm. and then um, and when he puts the glasses on it's saying uh, reproduce and marry yeah. you know what's what's behind these messages the so, subliminal messaging the of subli- capitalism obey consume yes. sleep yes. you know yeah yep uh, submit obey marry oh and God. reproduce consume buy follow stay asleep watch TV do not question authority no imagination and then when someone has a uh, paper money on the money it says this is your God yeah that was good that mm-hmm. was good this is your God yeah. when I I read that I was like, "Oh my, yeah, perfect." Like, this is what you're in. What's in control of you? This is what rules your life. This is your god. Like, yep. I, very good. And it, what the, this is in 1988. 82. Yeah. 82. Oh, 82. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 88. Yeah, 88. Yeah. That's just that's so crazy to me. Yeah. The fact that like I think this movie, th- this is my favorite Jordan Carpenter movie that I've seen mm. so far. They live by far. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I think part of that is just how relevant it feels Very to much. today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really sort of anti-capitalistic, con- you know, anti-consumerism mm-hmm. message that yeah. it has yeah. just strikes a chord with today's social political climate. Oh, Everyone's yeah. just kind of like, like millennials are kind of like the new hippies. Everyone's just kind of yeah. like, no, let's not, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and we start criticizing the same things that this movie criticized back in 1988. Yep. Yeah. And like, I really, really genuinely love like all the fun, I'm going to call them mechanics and techniques that he used in mm-hmm. this movie to yeah. convey uh, that sentiment. Like when we, first of all, again, and 30 minutes of movie, mm. no buildup as to like what the movie's going to be about mm. until he finds the sunglasses, like yep. after they raid that church. Yeah. Uh, but the like from the moment he puts on the sunglasses, the idea that he puts on the sunglasses and we see a POV shot in black and white. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like, oh, I get it. The sunglasses let you see immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately, the yeah. sunglasses let you see shit. Yeah. Yeah. There is no doubt about it. There mm. is no confusion about what the glasses do. Yep. It is effective, and you know what's happening immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. It's such a fun mechanic. My favorite scene in, in that movie was the fight between um, between Roddy Piper and uh, Keith. Keith. I lo- like I, you know I'm not into action at all, yeah. and it's just and spo- especially like pointless fighting for no reason. And this fight goes on for what seven like four well, minutes, I, eight four minutes. I don't think it's pointless though. It's because, not because it's not. look at it like this. <laughs> yep. Okay, so t- today I go to somebody and I say, "Listen, man, there's a conspiracy with this world." They're mm-hmm. like, "I don't want to hear that shit." Yep. And that's kind of what was going on with with Rowdy telling Keith that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and it's like, look at the extent I would have to go to explain to you yes. that this is a conspiracy for mm-hmm. you to believe me. Like like you know that I feel like that's kind of what that 
was. That's exactly what yeah. it was. That's mm-hmm. what I was like. I'm not into most action, but like this went on for seven or eight minutes and it was purposeful. Yeah. Like the reason, like when you knock Kurt, Kurt Russell down or Roddy Piper, I'm sorry, yeah. when you knock, knock him down, he gets back up and continues <laughs> to fight. But like, okay, what is it in you that is making you continue to want to fight me just to put on some fucking sunglasses? Yeah. You know, so he has to beat him down over and over and over again just to show how passionate that he is about what's going on. It's like, I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to save your family. I'm trying to do something for you. you know? And what does he say? What does he say? Put on the glasses or eat the trash can? He yeah. says something like that. Yeah. yeah. Also, this movie does have, what? what is it? Um, I came here to kick ass and chew <laughs> bubblegum and yeah. I'm all oh, out of bubblegum. Yep. That was, I laughed yeah. so hard. Yeah. I, I, that is my favorite quote yeah. from the movie. Just because it's so... It's just so fucking cheesy. Yeah. It's just like, who the fuck says that when they're about to kill a bank, shoot a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fight, the Keith Davis and Roddy Piper fight, mm. uh, it's also my favorite, it's not my favorite scene of the movie, mm. but it's one of my favorite moments of the movie. Yeah. Because of how effective it is at yep. saying, like, this is actually happening. Yes. Because, like, before that, that's not the impression that you get, but you can make the argument. Mm. That before that, this was all in Roddy Piper's Just, character's head. Yep, yep. But after this, you really do. Oh, okay. Fuck. This is actually a thing that's yeah. happening. Yeah. It's concrete. There is no backing away from this. Yep. They're they're in this now. Yeah. And I really enjoy I really enjoy that because he gives you thirty minutes of no conflict, mm. just establishing Ruddy Piper's character as yep. kind of like a man that doesn't bother anybody. Nobody bothers him. He's just looking for a job. Mm-hmm. He's a good natured American. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hard worker. Uh, mm-hmm. Blue collar. Blue yeah, blue collar yep. American yep. worker. Mm-hmm. And then when he gives him the sunglasses, that immediately comes crashing down, mm-hmm. and you see the blue collar American worker really see what like reality actually is and i said reality in air quotes but, yeah formaldehyde uh, face that's why there, there was a, <laughs> that, that um that scene where you were um where he calls that woman that formaldehyde yeah, yeah. face yeah. he's in he's in a store and um there there's two there's two guys talking and he was like man i can't believe that you got that promotion you know i've been working so hard i cannot believe that you got it and then they show the other guy and he has a formaldehyde face yeah and he's just like oh just keep working you'll yeah, get to it like, yeah exactly it. yeah and it's just like it made me think about just anything like that somebody that's doing underhanded bullshit things but they look just like like you, me, and everybody else. Yeah. You know, you can't see how terrible they are underneath. Yep. You know, it's, but they're in that society, they're mm-hmm. in that group, and that's why they got that promotion, exactly. got that whatever. You know, yeah. that mm-hmm. raise, anything. Yeah, yeah. And and I think like even if let's say like even if you took away the formaldehyde faces mm-hmm. uh, and the glasses, let you see something else, whatever, like the two greed of someone or whatever, mm-hmm. it would work the exact same. Yes. It doesn't, yeah, doesn't have to be aliens. Yeah. yeah, the fact that they're aliens is just kind of like a way to explain. What's like what symbolism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I, I, I feel like the entire movie is is an allegory. It is yeah. definitely so. They could be reptiles, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't matter. Yeah, they're, they're I, I agree. Matter. I agree. Yeah. Uh, however, the the last like forty minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. when they're like in, infiltrating the like the alien base camp, yeah, that has to be some of the funnest. Like scenes ever. I yeah. didn't like it. I didn't like. The you didn't like it. No. I mean, because it's 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 so much action. Like, because we it wasn't the story and slow pace. It was just like the last forty minutes was in your face, guns blowing up, action fighting, and it was done very well. It's just not for my taste, but it was, yeah. it looked very good. I don't know if you. I don't know if any of you picked it up, mm. but uh, when they're in running through the alien base infiltrating, mm. uh, every time that there would be gunshots, they were close to an insert of an M sixteen barrel, mm. and like. You would see if the barrel came from the right of frame, it was uh, Keith and, and Roddy. Mm. If it came from the left of frame, it was the the aliens shooting at them. Mm. And they did that like seven or eight times in the movie. And it really, like, the reason I like that is because you're walking around, you're seeing people walking, then you see a close-up of a barrel. You're like, oh, fuck, who died? What's happening? Yeah. So, like, all of that, that interaction is just, like, it kind of built up, like, the anxiety. Mm. And, and so, mm-hmm. like, the, the, 
adrenaline of the scene because you yeah. didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate your Carpenter for doing that. Like, he's really oh, yeah. good at making you feel things, even mm-hmm. if the things don't look amazing. Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, I agree. Yeah, How'd you think about how the movie ended? I, I was okay with it. I think it kind of leaves, uh, leaves you on like a little cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I kind of left it off with him giving him the finger. I was okay with that. I mean, well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, like, I like the end because, um, you know, well, he, he's giving the finger, but then everything is just um, kind of exposed from there. Yeah. You know, you get to see people watching television inside of a bar. Then they're like, oh, shit, why are the, the anchor man and anchor woman looking like that? And yeah. then they look and they see another patron at the bar beside them. Like, oh, shit, he's one of them, yeah, too. Fuck that. Everything's falling away. There's a there's like a beautiful blonde with nice with a nice rack. You know, there she's riding some guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ron's face. Look went weird when I said nice rack. Yeah. She had a nice rack. She did. Hey, you know? Just there are so many other ways to say that. <laughs> what? Like they, they, they weren't trying to like make she her has look some nice like titties. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. She has some some very nice titties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <Kappa. laughs> no, no. It's just I, I feel like that her character was put in a position to be objectified. You know, she was just yeah. a, a, a beautiful blonde, thin girl with big tits that was riding a dick. Like what? 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 I'm not. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm not criticizing the yeah. scene. What a way to end I'm a criticizing movie. the word rack. Oh, Because no, it yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Rack city, bitch. Rack, rack, rack city, bitch. But, uh, <laughs> tan, tan, tan. It's one of them titties, bitch. <laughs> so so right. we, 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 see, we see her, you know, uh, rotting this guy. And then she looks down and she sees the face. She's like, what the fuck? You know, so it's just every, everything comes to a conclusion. She's like, what, with, baby? Yeah. She's like... <laughs> Yeah. So basically, you get to see that Kurt. Uh, well, Roddy Piper. Is this the Roddy Piper one? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Roddy Piper is. Uh, they look very similar Re- to me. Refer back. I mean, this this is gonna be like one of those uh, Mark Matt Wahlberg Damon. and Matt Damon. Oh things. man, we got a, I got a bone to pick with you for that. Wait, wait, in the closing. That whole, in the closing. That... In the closing. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, but that's that's they live. Um, and the last one, I don't. You, did you see? You say you didn't see Big Trouble in China. I'm gonna glaze over it. Wait, uh, uh, before we we go to Big Trouble in China. Yeah. Uh, at the ending of the movie, I really, actually, really liked. Like, I, I laughed really hard when he gave him the finger. It was like, yes. fuck you. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, the fact that everything got exposed at the end. Mm-hmm. That little sequence of shots where, like, the aliens obviously didn't know that they were, like, They were just getting exposed, exposed. yeah. So, so, like, the dude just hanging out at the bar looking at it. It's like, what's happening, guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're a fucking alien. That's yeah. what's happening. You fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. funny. We can That's fucking fun. see you right yeah. now. Okay. And that sort of, like, that shot where, like, everything is exposed. Like, like when everything's exposed, they do, like, this weird panning from left to right mm. and right to left mm. and then they cut to another situation like everything's happening at the same time yeah i feel like it happens a lot in video games now yeah. like metal gear solid did it a lot yeah and metal gear solid is actually heavily inspired by escape from la in new york mm. so like it's just fun to see all those little like cinematography things Definitely. that became cultural staples because of john carpenter mm-hmm. that he doesn't get the recognition of right now sure so yeah yeah so anyway, yeah, Big Trouble, Little China. Uh, Big, Trouble, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, this came out in 1986. It's a PG-13 movie, hour and 39 minutes long. It's an action-adventure comedy. An all-American trucker gets dragged into a centuries-old mystical battle in Chinatown. Uh, the director is John Carpenter, and it stars Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall, and Dennis Dunn. This was my favorite. This, it's a good movie. This I've was seen my it. favorite. It, this is a movie I grew up on. Yeah. You know, like a lot of times, like me and my brothers, uh, what does he say? 
what is 8.1 on the Richter, the Richter scale, scale or whatever yeah. he says. Yeah, me and my brother say that a lot. I love, I love, because I mean, his character, now this one is Kurt Russell. Yes. And, and what, what I was saying with the cheesiness of it, like he, he made a, a main character who's supposed to be the everyman and the hero, but he's also comical and doesn't take himself too serious and does a lot of cornball cheesy things, but he's still the everyman hero. Yeah. You know, the only example that I can think of close to that was um, there was a movie called Red with Bruce Willis. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, like a comedy movie, yeah, like that. But um, it's even further with with this guy. But um, do you remember a scene where um, where they're fighting all the uh, the Chinese men? They're going back and forth, and the fight is about to start, and they're at a standoff. And Kurt Russell is in like the middle of this doorway, and everybody starts to yell, ah, 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 and Kurt Russell starts to yell, and he starts to fire off his gun, you yeah. know, to, to show some enthusiasm. But he, he's shooting at like an awning that's over top of him, and concrete just starts to fall yeah, over his head yeah. and knocks him out. Yeah. So he. He doesn't get to fight in the fight at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's in the middle of like a serious That was like the climax. Scene. Yes, yeah, it was yeah. the climax of the movie and the hero has just shot himself out of the, yeah. of the fight. <laughs> that, that was good. That was funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's just little stuff like that. Or um, at the beginning of the movie, we're introduced to who is his best friend is an uh, Asian guy yep. and they're playing some kind of card game or something and Kurt Russell wins. He's like $1,100 wins. And the uh, the Asian guy was like, hey, uh, nothing or double. And you're not, you're not even saying double or nothing because this isn't a cliche thing, you know, in 1986, you know? Yeah. It's like nothing or double. And he was like, I can, I bet you I can slice this this bot, this glass bottle in half with my machete. He was like, what? All right, let's, let's see it. Go ahead and do it. So he tries it, and then he just flings the bottle at Kurt Russell fast as shit. Like, now you owe me double. And they're just like friends throughout the remainder of the movie <laughs> yeah. as they're going on. If, um... Anybody ever seen Anchorman to where you get to see those uh, standoffs? Mm-hmm. You know, the standoff with um, all the, the, the different news teams. Yeah. They're all standing there. They all have their different weapons, and they're all just staring at each other and waiting for something to happen. This is where this comes from? This is where this comes from. <laughs> you know, you, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, you get um, – there's two different uh, opposing uh, groups of, um, of Asians, and they're all just, like, staring at each other, you know, waiting. And, and they all have uh, machetes and large sticks and different kind of, like, foreign weapons. I never <laughs> thought of that. That, that, <laughs> I, that that's, All kinds of different kind of foreign weapons and nobody's doing anything it's just standing there staring and then <laughs> ha, 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 and then yeah. everybody runs into it and starts fighting there was a um, another thing that and and I I don't care unless unless somebody proves me wrong I mean all right what do you think about this I feel like Mortal Kombat took characters oh, yes. from this Raiden. to make Raiden. Raiden and man. I say I feel Raiden. like Luke Kang too. I, I was gonna say okay. I feel like Luke Kang yeah. too and Raiden, but definitely Raiden. Yeah. I mean, Brian, man, this dude had the Raiden hat. This guy <laughs> falls down from the sky. He <laughs> produces electricity. Yep. He has a whole outfit, like straight up. I would not all be Raiden. He yeah. even does the, the, the move like where you can have the electricity between both hands and beside yeah. all of it, man. Huh. I was it. gonna mention that. I'm glad that you did. Like <laughs> yeah. Raiden, totally. Stole Trick on, Raiden, because like. I mean, the movie came out in '86. The first Mortal Kombat didn't come out to the mid. Nineties, yeah, you know, so I'm like, I feel, and and Luke Kang, um, uh, what's his name, um, Kurt Russell's best friend, the Asian guy that comes along with him, he does a lot of those, um, I don't know, yeah, yeah, not necessarily the sound, but you know, the one, the the flying kick, (laughs) the one leg by the bicycle kick, the bicycle bicycle kick kick too, yeah, like he's he's doing all those moves, so I'm like, I feel like Mortal Kombat kind of bit some of those characters, (laughs) yo, um, but to talk about those those like bad henchmen guys, yeah, there's the Mm -hmm. electric guy, yep, there was the guy with the ball, yep. And then what was oh with the, the red balls? Yeah, and he was yeah. just flaming. What, what was with the guy that could just like explode himself? Like, I, yeah, like, I, like I don't see how that was really you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> when they when they when they ended up killing him, like the um, the Asian dude who was like the the, the, guy the that, main guy. Yeah, yeah, that reincarnates yep. himself and whatever. Yep. Like, 
what the hell, man? Like yeah. he just like he he exploded himself. He just like turned into like the blob or something. Yeah. That, I thought that was like that was pretty weird. That was some weird that, shit. That was some John Carpenter shit. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end, um, we finally get like the main villain, and he's um, you know, they have the uh, the standoff where there it was like um. What is it? It's like one of those tropes where, like, now is your time to, jo- to die. And right. then it was like, <laughs> so he, ta- he takes a knife and he th- slings it at John, slings it at him as fast as he can. Kurt Russell, Kurt just catches it midair, turns her up, not this time. And then throws yeah, it back. Yeah, right back at him, too. <laughs> and right in the middle of the forehead and kills him. It's I like, you, just... you weren't sure if that was going to, if that's how that was going to play out, too. Absolutely like, how it played out. Now is your time to die, not this time. <laughs> like, well, and, so and like, he threw it, he threw the knife at him like so confidently yeah. like, like you're fucking dead and yeah and Kurt Russell's like, like nah nah <laughs> like nah, nah. Yeah. And, and it's like you don't know what's gonna happen cause like 15 minutes before that Kurt Russell just like shot himself out of the fight you know? so, <laughs> so maybe he's not gonna be able to handle this situation yeah. and what, another thing that what? I loved is uh, how the movie ended cause Kim Contrell if anybody ever watched uh, Sex in the City uh, Samantha from Sex yep. in the City yep. her, uh, she's in this looking fucking beautiful yeah, as like a 21 year old or whatever you know she's in this so it goes over the was that not the girl from They Live too? I don't think no. so. Her name, she's not the listed. She was. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's Meg Foster. Okay, that's okay. Meg Foster. My apologies. Um, but yeah, Kim Cattrall. So you know the the trope in, in action movies and horror movies, just comedy movies. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, all movies. <laughs> you know, yeah. to where you, you you get a guy and then he just runs into some woman out of happen, happenstance and they're just forced to to be with each other while this situation is happening. Yep. Passengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. I know. I know y'all don't like that movie. (laughs) No, that's 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 the trouble I'm talking about. Yeah, not at all. Fuck that movie. Yeah. So it's like they're they're forced to be together due to their circumstances, but in reality, they really don't have that much in common, and they wouldn't really be sustainable outside of this circumstance. Yeah. And that's what we get in in this movie right here, and um, in Big Trouble in Little China. So him and Kim Control, they're they're all they're with each other to. Because uh, you know the the main character is looking for a green eyed lady, and Kim Cattrall is green has green eyes. Mm-hmm. So after he saves her, you think, and then the, um, the end of the movie, and Kim Cattrall standing there in a bar, and he was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna get back on my uh, on my truck and start driving." Yada yada yada. And her friends like, "Why aren't you gonna kiss her?" Yeah, yeah she's like yes. standing there, just like waiting to be like embraced and taken away and get on the <laughs> truck with them, and they go off happily ever after. And then she's standing there waiting for the kiss, and, and somebody's like, "Aren't you even gonna kiss her goodbye?" And he's like, "Nope." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was good to not give us that happily ever after because yes. you know you always expect it like kind of what you were getting in yeah. so I, I was I like that yeah I was like they, they didn't match in the first place they, I mean, and why why just put them together for no reason just for a happy ending I'm really know. sad that I didn't watch this movie because it sounds like the kind of movie that I would fucking like it's so I, silly I, I do want to talk about like the freaking Chewbacca monster what was that about yeah well I don't even know man I don't, like, I don't know his purpose in the movie yeah, honestly it, it was there just was a, a Chewbacca there was a Chewbacca yeah it was like it's like okay it looks like like it's supposed to be like some kind of like monkey sasquatch like sloth, thing, like a sloth, but monkey. it's like super deformed and fucked up. Mm. So like, yeah, <laughs> like you, the, you'd like it. You would love this, yeah. man. It's silly as all fuck. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. So yeah. like, they fall down this fucking hole, and when they get down there, oh, and what about the uh, the salt water bath thing to where it's like people are just soaking in salt water and their body is decomposing? Oh in yeah, the salt water yeah, okay, area. yeah. I mean, it was a lot of yeah. There's there a lot of like yeah outlandish going stuff going on. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. But yeah, that, that was my favorite one just because how silly and not how unserious they took themselves through the entire movie. Uh, yeah. It was amazing. Question. In this movie, are, are there also a lot of wides and mediums or does he do more close-ups? In this there's movie? not a lot of close-ups in this no, Yeah, no, there's mm. not. No. That makes sense. Uh, like, I, John Comfort is still making style for me. It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Because I kind of, I want to like not like it because mm. it's boring to mm. look at. Okay. 
But it's so effective at what it does that I have to respect the style. I was a little yeah. worried about that. Like, if um, if if you if you would like it or not, if mm. either of you would like it, just because I feel like you know, like you know, I'm like like I like it so much. I'm like, mm. man, I hope they don't think it's corny or something. Just, I'm, I'm gonna come in. And you're just gonna be movie bashing John Carpenter. I, I like, thought oh, the same I'm thing. Like, I was telling Brian on Twitter today. I, I was like, I thought we were gonna have to make a new segment called Brian hates movies. <laughs> 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 if you don't like uh, any of these John Carpenter movies, I'll just, like, I'll just walked out, out of here with like the sad face emoji. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hate my movies. Yeah. No, I like I, I I was feeling that. I was feeling like I'm I I know that I'm probably not gonna like a mm. lot of these movies. Mm. Uh, because of that sort of plain filmmaking style mm-hmm. that I that I was seeing, but I watched the thing and I I liked it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself on the thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I watched uh, They Live. Yes. And I was just like, I fucking love this shit was, out of yeah. this movie. Yeah, that's great. And I watched mm-hmm. Halloween and I was just like, it's not a it's not a horror movie per mm-hmm. se. Like, not I'm anymore. not scared. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know what it became such a huge cult hit. Halloween's kind of just it. like, it's just like, that's a classic horror yeah. movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just, that, that's what it is. But yeah. I have a problem with those type of movies because sometimes like the classic movies mm-hmm. end up becoming so classic that you can't criticize them or else you're an asshole. Yeah, see, that's, just, that's silly to it's, me. It's, the thing is like, so when that came out, well, I don't have the What's Halloween, the point of having an opinion then? Yeah. Halloween came out in 1978. So the things that they were exposed to at, in 1978 is like for them, that was horrifying. Yeah. You know, but we've 30 years removed, we've been exposed to movies like Hostel and uh, Silence of the Lambs. Like we've Saw. seen Saw, you know, we've just seen so many different types of movies that, that are horrific and gory, you know. So it's like that to give us a lot of the tropes that from Alfred that. Hitchcock and John Carpenter set up in the early horror movies. Yeah, so it's like it's hard to take away from some of those classic movies because so many other movies and everything after that built, built upon that, yep. you know. Did, did you guys know that they also made a prequel to the thing? No. Yes, and it, it was it, the, the one that came after that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was supposed to be what happened at the Swedish base. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. It's kind of like, okay, it's like it's the same movie, but the effects aren't as good because they use the CGI, so everything looks kind of shiny. You know what I mean? So mm. it, it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't hold the candle, it. man. It yeah. doesn't. That's, that's why I love the fact that they did like practical effects and yeah thing. yeah because it's not only does it look visceral as fuck yeah but you can tell the amount of passion and detail that went into getting every single one of those shots yeah. right and yeah. i and the thing i understand why it's so simply shot mm. do you just simply can't do complicated tracking motions when you're dealing with a body on a table that's going to spew a pound of like liquid at you yep. yeah because you're gonna fuck up the shot mm. And then you're going to have to reset, and reset takes two days to do. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I understand why the thing was shot very simply. Yeah. And I think it works for the movie. Because it does work. Mm-hmm. You can see all of the gorgeous special effects. Definitely. At, like, their purest form. It's like, camera single, no focusing on anything else. Just watch this fucking shit happen. Yeah. And it's going to look great. Uh, yeah. And, and, like, I like that he doesn't do a lot of close-ups because it doesn't break the illusion of mm-hmm. the practical effects. Uh, if you were to do a lot of close-ups to that, you would see the prosthetics and you would see through the illusion. Yep. He keeps himself distant away from the action. So the fact that you can't see every single detail makes you go like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing. And and I just, I, John Carpenter has restraint and he knows what he's going to do. He knows what he wants to do, yep. what he wants to make you feel, and that he's not afraid to use simple camera work and effective dialogue. And kind of like good it. pacing through the movie. Yeah. Really good pacing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
my favorite moment in the thing is uh, when they're testing the blood. Mm. Yeah, the that's tension a good one. Oh, yeah. that scene. Yeah, you could cut it with like a knife. Yeah, and it's just like, oh fuck, something's gonna, one of these motherfuckers is gonna be, and you don't know what's gonna happen with the blood, so you don't know how the scare is gonna. What's come gonna up. happen exactly? Yeah. Uh, so like, and, and I feel like they did it right too. They that did, was, yeah. yeah, they did. They did that yeah. right. John Carpenter uses jump scares, I think, in the best way that any classic horror movie mm. or any classic horror director uses jump scares. Yeah, it's it's, it's something that that like I said, when people are building upon movies like this movie they're trying to find out who's the thing and inside of a room but put make like, think about how many movies have been done like this now mm-hmm. you know you can do a um a four room or what's the uh, the tarantino movie you could just hateful put eight. hateful eight put people in the room who's who you right. know or um there's just so many different movies reservoir dogs reservoir dogs who's yeah. who yeah. yeah i mean it's just like when you have movies like this and they're so classic like, we can pick them apart a little bit but at the same time we have to like respect that they were early you know innovators yeah they were they a were product doing. of their time and they're yeah. doing a, they're doing a thing for the first time oh yeah and and like i can see that. they changed the game yeah. Yeah. yeah they did john carpenter i think definitely is one of those filmmakers that doesn't get enough. Doesn't get a lot of credit for changing the game, but he's actually instrumental to the way that we compose horror yeah. nowadays. Well, I don't. I don't necessarily think he demands it either. I think he just he knows what he is. He knows yeah. what he's done, yeah. and, and people take what they can from it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that that's Agreed. kind of the same approach. That's why I compare him to George Romero. Yeah, because mm. it's kind of that same approach. That. Right. They know right. what they are. Oh yeah. Sweet. Fuck yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a fun little, little discussion. That was Very good. Fun. I, I slipped up it. in the beginning, but I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. We are going to cut, and then we're going to talk about uh, television and closing. Yeah. And then right. we'll be we'll be right back. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. No. Really, support. dude. I'm. That's awesome, dude. I'm. In, I'm into the show. I think we got a good show. You're right. Oh shit! <laughs> no, I was trying to count how long that was. He was if, mathing. Yeah, if there's one episode, you know, we do four episodes a month, yep. and there's twelve months in a year. We you know, 36 so thirty-six episodes uh, a year. Thirty-six episodes a year. No, no, fifty-two. Well, no, we do an episode a week, so it's fifty-two episodes a year. It's fifty. So fifty-two episodes. So we're coming up on two years. Yeah. Um, one hundred and four episodes. I I literally said that. I thought you were like saying we're coming up on one year. Oh, that's why I was doing all the math. It was like a hundred episodes are coming up on one year, and I was like, what? <laughs> Oh. I, I actually I misspoke and I was hoping no one. So you did okay, yeah, all right. Did. All right. I, I, I didn't want to blow up. Okay, no, you blow blow wanna... blow up the spot. Because right. I was in there doing complicated math <laughs> in my head and it. shit. I was like, what the fuck? We're past a year? Yeah, uh, we're closing in two years. Yeah. <laughs> two <laughs> full years. Say. Yeah. We had a we had a one year ep- uh, anniversary episode and everything. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what the fuck? Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome Sorry back. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> All right, I mean, not to care of it. Welcome All right. back. <laughs> All right. So this uh, starting uh, television and movie premiere starting uh, Tuesday, October the 10th through Monday, October the 16th. Uh, Tuesday, October the 10th is going to be the BET Hip Hop Awards. It's oh, going to be on BET at 8 p.m. Did you watch that at all? Um, no. No? no? I won't either, no. 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 Um, no. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably hear about it. Yeah, it'll be all over Facebook and right. everything. But I'm not really. That's how I do like award shows now. Yeah. I just like it on Facebook the day after. Depending on what it is, like I watch Oscars, Emmys, but uh, BET Hip Hop Awards. Like unless, like <laughs> if if Lil Pump is gonna be there in the cipher. <laughs> I'll watch this. Have you heard any Lil if, Pump? If I have, and if you could see the look on my face, and this, I mean, no, I'm just messing around. Hey, Ryan looks so disappointed. No, Chris. no, no. music is a form of self-expression. Yes. I can't. I, that's why I can't really. I mean, there could be. It's an opinion. Uh, yeah. I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Bef- I, I, I wanna, I wanna give shit to all this new rapper yes. for one thing. 
Why Lil, do all of them look like they've been doing opioids for three years they and have, have been. bad hairstyles? They have been doing those drugs. Is the hairstyles a result of the opioids for three years? I mean, it doesn't help. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, and, and now it's trickling down to the culture. Like, you see mm-hmm. the hair. Like, I was just at a party last night with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I saw all these haircuts that I'm like, bro. What Stop. are you doing? Stop. Yeah. Like, you look like the Wendy's girl. I, I mean, crack. And your, and your yeah. lineup isn't even clean, bro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hate know. that new hairstyle. That colorful dread bullshit. Well, yeah. And it's like, tattoos. you know, it's like, yeah, man. Uh, XX sensation. Face tattoos. Come on, dude. Yes, yeah, a lot. It's a lot. You, you, you ha- you, now mm. you can only be a rapper because yep. you ain't going to get no job. Hell no. 7-Eleven, maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe. But that's a Tuesday, October the 10th, the BET Hip Hop Awards, BET at 8 p.m. Uh, next thing is going to be the same day, The Flash is coming back to CW I at 8 p.m. I can't give a shit about The Flash anymore. That's, that's, everybody a, tells it, me how, like, get, get the, on the bandwagon. That's like, what I'm saying, yeah. Arrow, but... Yep. Is it good? Is that it really? No, 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 you should. Oh, okay, but I'm, I'll just announce. Okay, it just he said no, you should. No, all right, but, good. But thank I, you, sir. I, I do announce because there's like a lot of people that watch this yeah. show. Yeah, a lot of them do. Even yeah. a lot of my friends, you know, because yeah. I, I like obviously I like you know the I'm a Marvel guy, which yeah. you guys know. Yep. So it's you know the whatever. thing is like Arrow was good for three seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Flash was good for season and a half. Mm-hmm. Supergirl was good the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Legends of DC was okay. Yeah. Just okay. What about, so, have you guys seen Gotham? You guys like Gotham nah, at all? I don't give nope. a shit about No, that. okay. See, <laughs> nah. a lot of people have been trying to get me into that yeah. too. Yeah. I, I, I think don't... I'm just fed up with like superheroes in general. Yeah, I But like you. Arrow, like if you want to watch it. It is oversaturated. Shows, I, I, I cannot, I could definitely agree with that. Mm. But that Flash particularly gets fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Because he goes back in time. He goes forwards in time. There's like three different flashes. Like the intro says, I'm the fastest man alive, but then there's like five motherfuckers that are faster than that cunt. Mm. So it's just, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Are they, are they did? Uh, no, no. Uh, 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 I see uh, where uh. that joke was going. <laughs> you know, because if they were dead, then... All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of lost right now. I like that you gave up on that joke. You were just like, it's, uh, all right, you got it. It's he's, fine. In, he's in the Flash. The Flash, is. Um, he says that he's the fastest man alive, but there are five people faster than him. So I'm like, well, if they're dead, then he's kind of still right. Oh, <laughs> light bulb. <laughs> Oh, oh, now I, 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 I shut you off uh, earlier. You were saying that you had some beef. Oh, yeah, you had some beef. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Just a bone to pick. Just right, a little all right, one. All right. Okay, so is there any beef I, I, I am a super big Mark Wahlberg fan. That's my dude. That's Mark my Wahlberg. guy. All right, okay, all right. so um, when I was listening. That is the first time I've ever heard anyone say that. I'm did, sorry. How, what did you think about him in uh, the Born Supremacy movies? <laughs> the silence. So. When you were talking about Shooter and you kept saying Matt Damon, I would, yeah. if I would have had your phone number, yeah. goddamn. Like, yeah. But, but, but I can imagine, like, like uh, you know, people just flood you with that shit, you know, like, hey. So, yeah. so yeah. I, I, I just kept saying, like, dude, no, that is Mark Wahlberg. You're taking away from my guy right yes. now. Yeah. Um, but don't get me wrong. Like, the, Bor- the, the Bourne movies, they're good. Like, yeah. And I like Matt Damon. but Yeah, I, yeah Mark Wahlberg did a pretty good job. He them. did. I think um, he did, too. Yeah. But I... I <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys! <laughs> no, but but uh, even from like Fear, his first movie, Fear. Have mm. you guys seen that movie? No. Really? Mm-mm. Check it out. All right, uh, it's a good movie. See, I kind of ran into Wal- my Wahlberg career, like mm. actual Wahlberg, not Damon. I, yeah. I ran into Wahlberg's career when he was becoming kind of a joke. Yeah, like with mm. the bad movies. Yeah. So like, I haven't seen any of his like good, good stuff. I See, think I, Band I, Brothers oh. was the only thing that I saw of him that was like, really good. Band Brothers? Four Brothers. Four Brothers. 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 Oh, that's the Andre 3000 And and that's a good movie. That's a good movie. Um, I I feel like Shooter's good. Shooter is very good. But but, uh, Fear, it's got Reese Witherspoon, I think, in it. Did she she, have her spoon with her? 
Does she have it? No, oh, she doesn't. Oh, we're going to keep doing Re- that. Re- Re- Reese without her spoon. Stop fucking lying to me, man. Um, ha- have you guys ever seen CSI, the original one? Yeah. Um, CSI our, our, the, the guy that plays Grissom, mm-hmm. he's in that. He plays Reese Witherspoon's father. Nice. And it's basically just about Mark Wahlberg's a crazy fucking boyfriend yeah. and whatever. You know, it, it's it's pretty, it's a good movie. Yeah, check out the Matt Damon movie. It was I mean, I didn't. You guys just fucking with me now, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're hurting my feelings. Like, I mean, I didn't. I recognize Mark Wahlberg from the Funky Bunch. Yeah, I mean, that's that's okay. the number one thing. So it's like, I, I, that adds to the joke lore of him too. You know, yeah. being in the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's an interesting it's, guy. It's a yeah. joke because why are you too good to put on some spandex and get out there with the Funky Bunch and sing Good Vibrations just one more time? <laughs> like, I mean, that's 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 what's so bad. It's like I got all this energy wanting him to like fail miserably just so he can know that he's. Not above the goddamn funky bunch. I mean, it's almost expected of him now to do that. Though. And he won't do like, it. Yeah, out of spite, like he will not do it. He feels like he's above it. Bro, so it's like, remember where you came from. Yes, Mark. Man. Yes. Like I listen to that shit all the time in the gym. Have you heard the lyrics of that? The lyrics of that is the shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> the shit. Oh man. Good question. Is, is the Wahlburger open now? In that, that's what I was gonna I ask. Know. You were. I heard you talking about this. I want to go to that fucking Wahlburger okay. so badly. What did you say? There needs to be a burger named what? Ah uh, fuck! I fuck if uh, I remember. Yeah, what did what? I think you said there needs to be a burger called Good Vibrations, and if there's or something like oh, that, you said something like that. Yeah, I can't I, remember. fuck if I remember. Yeah, that will work. I want to see it. It's been two years almost. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, but that's anyway. that's a Tuesday, October the tenth. That's the Flash. Right. Uh, the next show is going to be Wednesday, October the eleventh. Mister Robot. It's, I am into that show now. Is this a Netflix back. movie or, or show? No, it's, oh, no. A, it's a uh, AMC. AMC. Okay, yeah. I, I've seen, oh no, sorry, USA. I've seen some. Advertising, you it know. is it's really good. Yeah. I don't know if you'd be into it because it's like every every episode is like really long, mm-hmm. and it's a lot. It's like I don't know if you're into like story driven or character driven. Oh yeah, stories. definitely, you are, definitely, yeah. Then you might be into it. Okay. Like the the exploration of mental illness, mm. okay, and and like paranoia and anxiety. See, I I like that. Yeah, That's it's I think I think my girlfriend would like that too. It's really yeah, she good. would. Okay. I think she would. If, she, if I could get through like two episodes with her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shots Shout fired, bang bang. <laughs> I love you. Here's a question. All right, so say you're at home and you can't find something. What's the first thing that you do? If I can't find anything to watch? No, no, no. Like you you have a nice hat that you wanted to wear out on a Friday night. And it's uh, you're about to go out and you look around, you don't see where your head is. What's the first thing you do? I ask her. Yeah, yeah. She gets upset about it. Yes. <laughs> I just had this oh, argument. She, she gets so upset about it. She's I, I, like, I don't want to be your, oh, God, I don't want to be your mom. Yeah. I want to be your girlfriend. Like, I just had this argument walking out of here, like trying to find the stuff that I was bringing with me. <laughs> and she was like, hold on. She was, she was like, so why did you ask me? I was like, well, if I can't find something, number one thing is ask you. Number yeah. two thing is look for it myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I look at it. This, this is my logic. Okay. Yeah. So if I, if I ask you. Where it is, and you know where it is already. You save me time. Yes. You say like, I, why would I not do that? Just ask you first. Yes. Exactly. You know, it, but that See, just, yeah. that irritates the hell out of me. I always man. ask that question to whoever's with me. It's like, have you seen this? Yeah. Because if you have seen it, tell me where you saw it. Yes. I can save time. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. save time. Yeah. Yep. But if you go like, hey, where's my hat? Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, fuck you. I'm not your mom. But if you're like, hey, have you seen this? Motherfucker, it's not my. Why would I have seen your fucking hat? That's not <laughs> yeah. my hat. I don't keep up with your shit. Never mind then. <laughs> but, but she does. That sounds just like That's this. how my girlfriend responds to me. <laughs> shit, like, oh, man. I, this could be a conversation. Yeah, it's the whole thing. But yeah, that's, uh, that's Mr. Robot. Shout out to you, Tessa and Angelica. And Angelica, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's uh, Wednesday, October the 11th on USA, Mr. Robot. Uh, Bobby Cannavale is going to be on uh, season three. He, uh, Bobby Cannavale. 
he was on a show called um, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. And I, I heard that show was pretty good. Great show. Yeah. That's a Steve Buscemi show. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. He was also on Nurse Jackie. That's good. Uh, the next Nurse show Jackie was, was a good show. Hells yeah. Edie Falco. Is that over? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Uh, the next show is going to be Thursday, October the 12th. Arrow. As we were talking Here about we other CW shows. All right. Uh, it's a drama on CW what, at 9 what, p.m. What season is that? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, okay. I, I want to say six. Okay. Six or seven. Right. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, you know Iron Fist from Marvel? I, okay, yeah. <laughs> Take a better looking version of that guy, and mm. that's Arrow. Okay. <laughs> Except did, not, now, you, now, you guys okay. didn't like Iron Fist, did you? I fucking hated it. You Fist. hated it, you too? I, I didn't watch the show Iron Fist, but I watched The, um, Defenders. the Defenders, and yeah. I didn't like Iron Fist in The Defenders. See, Tessa told me, or t- yeah, Tessa told me mm. that she didn't like Iron Fist, though. Yeah. So, I, I, I didn't know if you though. had seen it yet. No, she told me, and I just didn't watch it. Yeah. So. It was just not as interesting as the other characters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so which uh, one's your favorite out of that? Jessica, Jessica Jones? Jones? Yeah. Jessica Luke Cage. Jones. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Luke Cage was really good, too. Yeah. I like that. And Luke. I thought Daredevil season... I, I mean, I liked one and two, but I Me think too. one was definitely better. One was the stronger yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that is Arrow, uh, Thursday, October the 12th, CW at 9 p.m. My boy Kilgrave. Hell yeah, Kilgrave. Yes, yes. Was dope. Yeah. I mean, that name is just Killgrave, yeah, like how awesome. on the nose. The Purple Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in the comics, he's called The Purple Man. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the next show, the same day, Thursday, October 12th, I Love You, America. It's a comedy talk show on Hulu. Sarah Silverman hosts a weekly topical series. I love Sarah oh, Silverman. Did, I, I got a quick question. Did you guys see the Hulu show that's coming out about the guy who's like, he plays this video game, and it's mm. supposed to be like, they sent it back in time, and it's basically a recruitment thing for some kind of, um, it's a war tool. Um I don't think I don't know what you're talking about. All right, I, I'll look it up after, and I'll you know talk to you guys about it. Cool. Yeah, I was, I was trying to look it up to see if I can find anything. Uh. I, I I forget the name. It's Future Man. Future Man is the name of it. Oh shit! That came in just in time. Yeah. Future Man. All right. <laughs> Future Man. Da, 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 I have do, no do. idea what that is. That sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah, but right. it looks funny. It looks good. Nice. Okay. You may be yeah. interested. All right. Sorry. No, no, no. Hell yeah. <laughs> I want to watch new stuff. But that's a serious... I have a short attention span. <laughs> Sarah Silverman. Uh, she's going to be the host. All right. Now you're fucking me up. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. God damn it. So that's uh, Thursday, October the 12th. I love you, America. Sarah Silverman is going to be the host of a weekly topical series on Hulu. We just fist bumped for uh, I've seen that. <laughs> um, the next show is going to be Friday, October the 13th. Um, now, Adam Sattler. Adam Sattler. Okay, now I, I see the look that you're giving me. I see mm-hmm. the looks that y'all are giving me. Mm-hmm. I watched the trailer for this thing, and this is going to be the best thing that Adam Sandler has done since um, Punch Drunk Love. Okay. Anybody okay. ever seen that? Okay, okay. Yeah, I, we did an episode on that. We did not. Yeah, we did. One hundred percent did not. Did we talk about it? We did talked it? about it before. I'm, That's my favorite Adam Sandler movie, and I will remember no. if we did a Punch Drunk Love episode. I'm pretty. Put something on it. I'll check it. Put some money on it. <laughs> I'll sure. put something on no. it. I'm not that confident. <laughs> I am 100% confident. But um, this one is uh, Merowit Stories, New and Selected. It's, um, it's on Netflix, and it's the story of an exchange family reunion. It focuses on the relationship between Dustin Hoffman, uh, Adam Sandler, and Ben Stiller. Hmm. It's a Noah Baumbach uh, movie. So I'm very much looking forward to that. If anybody ever seen Francis Ha or Speedball hmm. or... Um, Shit, Noah Baumbach has a lot of different movies or whatever. Okay. But, uh, but this one right here is fucking Dustin Hoffman, Ben Dustin Stiller, is good. Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler is a tertiary star. He's not first or second build in this. And he's like overweight in this one. You know, it's like he's actually playing a character. He's not regular skinny Adam Sandler making stupid jokes. Right. He's like not even 
funny in this from what I've seen in the trailers. Kind of like the punch rock. That's usually when I like Adam Sandler. Yeah. When he's not trying to be the, the, the funny guy. Yeah. I'm curious. Did you guys like Click? Love I Click. I okay. Love Click. Yeah, I like Click a lot. All right. That's a good fucking movie. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I like I mean, you guys more now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's a Friday, October the 13th. Uh, the Merowith story, new and selected. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the next thing is going to be on the same day. It's Mind Hunter. It's on Netflix. Mm. It's David Fincher's latest Netflix original following House of Cards. That sounds like okay. a Yu-Gi-Oh episode, Mind Hunter. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Sign to do 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 Your move! <laughs> I fucking love... Seto Kaiba. <laughs> yep, room, in, room full of nerds here. Ah, fucking love that. There are no weak cards in my deck, yeah, Kaiba. No. <laughs> that's um, that's Friday, it, October thirteenth. Three headed blue eyes dragon. Blue eyed dragon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't mean to take away from David Fincher because I actually do love Fincher. Yeah. Uh, what's he doing? What's the? Uh, the new thing he's doing is a show called Mind Hunter on Mind Netflix. Hunter. Yeah. Okay. What's it about? Doesn't say. It says right. it's um his new, latest original show from uh, After House of Cards. Okay. So there's that. He's hunting some minds. It's also we're, we have a Friday the thirteenth this uh this month. Yeah, we do, which is exciting. In October. For October. In so, October. So we're going to yeah. get a lot of Halloween-type scary, spooky stuff. You know what? I guess fuck myself. I guess we didn't do an episode of Punch Drunk Club. Oh, uh, we didn't. <laughs> I'm talking Literally. sorry. I you, told you with 100% okay, certainty. You still talking about that? Uh, shit. I'll, that's just, oh, shit. What are you talking yeah, that's about? Funny. <laughs> we have a lot of fucking episodes. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, that's, the next thing is going to be Saturday, October the 14th, is uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I watched the first two episodes of that, and mm-hmm. I really want to keep I've heard of this show. Yeah, there's a new season coming out. It's, gonna, it's a drama sci-fi on BBC America, 9 p.m. Nice, I'm into that. It's, uh, it's really fun. Elijah Woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next thing is going to be Sunday, October the 15th, White Famous. Now, I, w- I wouldn't expect you guys to maybe have heard about this, but it's, um, if you ever watch Saturday Night Live, a guy mm-hmm. named uh, Jay Farrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I love yep. Jay Farrow. There we go. Yeah, yep. he's uh, the guy that does all the impressions. He got fired from SNL um, maybe uh, close to a year ago. Um, uh, still kind of up in the air. Okay. Like he, he thinks it has to do something with um, them not having a, enough of a diverse uh, group. Okay. And Wait, I don't... so they don't have enough of a group, so they fire the black guy? Exactly. I mean... <laughs> And or, 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 or wanting or wanting that much of a diverse group, and you—that's Donald Trump's America, right there. Yeah. I mean, you—I I would, I would be on that side ten years ago with yeah. Saturday Night Live because you, there was really no diversity. You had um, Eddie Murphy on there for like two seasons. I love Eddie Murphy. Yes, he's my favorite. You know, Chris Rock on there for like a season, but it was like you didn't. Uh, Keenan Thompson, like your your resident um, token black guy from the past <laughs> ten years. So it's like it wasn't until like the five. Five years to where you got... Is that um, the guy from Good Burger? Kenny yes, Thompson? Kenny Thompson, yeah. yeah. Yep. So like the past Kenan five years... Kenan and Kel? Hell nice. yeah. Last five years, then you got you know, Kenan, you got Jay Farrow, you got um, Leslie Jones. Um, I mean, it's just they're, they're a lot more diverse now, so I don't really know why he was fired. But um, he has a new show called White Famous. It's a, it's a show that's loosely based on, the, uh, on Jamie Foxx's life and him trying to come up as a comedian and find fame. Cool. And it's from uh, the director of uh, Californication. Oh, ooh. So, oh, California like, That it. was a good show. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was David Duchovny. I, I, I yeah. love David Duchovny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so so fun. That's a the, st- the first. Sorry, the first episode of California has mm-hmm. to be my favorite way to introduce a it's character. Great that, yeah, that, that I agree. Great Paul. That was good. Mm-hmm. And that's on uh, Showtime, 10 p.m. Sunday, October the 15th. White Famous. Uh, the last show for the week is Monday, October the 16th. Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Hells yeah. Is, is, now, this has been an ongoing show, right? Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so this is like a new season? 
I guess, or maybe they just had like Martha and Snoop something, and mm-hmm. this is just like titled differently, okay, or okay. something. But it's just it's it's very purposeful that it's a potluck dinner. Yes, is that, is that uh, the play on that Snoop smokes a lot of weed? Oh, oh there we go. Martha's token on them joints too, man. I mean, I one hundred percent like think she has to get down with an edible or something. Something, she, yeah, something. She gets high. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. They've been friends for like years. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love that. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a Monday. That's not Donald Trump's America. I'm just kidding. That is not, that is not at all. He doesn't oh. want them mingling. <laughs> that's that's it for television uh, and movies. We only have one real one movie uh, for this time. So I mean, you can go out and see Blade Runner 2049 if you haven't seen that yet. Um, you can go see the the, the Foreigner. Yeah. Oh my God! I want to see that. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I just saw the trailer for the first time this morning. Mm. Yeah. Jackie Chan. That's yes, I, yeah. th- it looks great. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: you were you were right. It is not I foreigner. I it told is, you I was yeah. right last week. It is, it is, <laughs> yeah, but like I, I, in my head, I was just going, "No, that's a, that's." A it, it's like it wasn't like a, we haven't done punch truck love. Uh, just so you know that you were right. I'm like I told you I was right already. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence. <laughs> like, I very much brick. knew. <laughs> Uh, I thought the I thought the poster for the foreigner said I foreigner. Oh, okay, yeah. The way yeah. it's written, mm-hmm. yep. and then I walked over to the movie theater. Got a close up on it. Just like I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Take a picture. But the uh, <laughs> the only movie we have this week is a uh, Marshall. It's uh, about a young Thurgood Marshall, the first African American Supreme Court justice, as he battles through one of his career defining cases. Is someone cooking downstairs? My mom probably. Oh my okay, goodness! I was totally, you, you that? I, that I was smell. I, hey, I didn't. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yep. I, didn't yep. wanna, I was like, yeah, it hit me too. But yeah, that's that's the only rumor we have. A movie about Thurgood Marshall is uh, Marshall. Is that so. really the only movie coming out? Yeah. God. The only like non-foreign um, wide release movie. Good. Yeah. Fucking. But we got 2049 and uh and the foreigner and yeah, My Little Pony. Yeah, you can go still see My Little Pony. Yeah. yeah. That's See what? Yeah, I worked My Little Pony. Oh. Came out right. My Little Pony. I worked yesterday. I worked the bar yesterday, yep. and the amount of like Bronies? moms oh. with their tiny mm-hmm. kids yep. going to watch My Little Pony. Yep. So funny to me. Is oh, it yeah. cringy? Hmm? Is it kind of like cringy? I, I don't know. It was just like a bunch of little kids and like mm-hmm. their moms and dads walking in to watch My Little Pony. Yeah. And then one dude walked up to the bar. And he goes like, "Dude, I need a drink. My wife's in there with watching My Little Pony, and yeah. I was in there, and I can't just fucking give me the strongest thing you got." Yeah, and so it's you, just like that was. He said he don't slipped him a hundred. Throw a little extra on top of that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I guess I gotta wait to see that at home because like my. <laughs> Like I, I was telling about this before, like my daughter, like through the summer, she watched all the fucking My Little Ponies back to back to back, all them shits, and she was like, she explained to me all the different kinds of ponies, and it's just like it's so intricate. And whoever wrote it, they put years of time oh, yeah. and thought into this thing. Isn't that crazy? Like for it, something for ponies, for little ponies. But yeah, that's that's hey, that's cool, man. It is. It's like they have their whole world, and I was like, I kind of want to see the movie, but I need to be blowed off my fucking ass to watch this thing and I don't feel comfortable going into a movie smelling like weed and being around like seven year olds inside of a theater yeah. so it's like I kind of got to wait till I get home kind of have to see that get, get it home but it, it, can you imagine like being like a 30 35 year old man mm-hmm. and this is like you're making my little pony like mm-hmm. where does that come from uh, it just yeah. comes from like a place of like it's making money and I like making kids laugh. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I think really the thing that fucked up the My Little Pony franchise was the bronies. The, the bronies. Yeah, that was the one thing that fucked it up. The what? The bronies. The like twenty <laughs> to thirty-five. Did you not know about this? Oh. I'm gonna blow your fucking mind. Right now. All right. So there's a 
There's a subsection of the My Little Pony fan base that are 20 to 35, maybe sometimes even 50-year-old men uh-huh. that are really, really, really into My Little Pony. Mm. And they're R- called bronies. Really? <laughs> yeah. They're called bronies. They're, they're a subsect of the internet. They exist. Uh, some of them make My Little Pony porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are just really into the lore. If y'all of the could show. see my face. <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. of them make like really like intricate fan fiction of the show, like yeah. really yeah. intricate fan art. Some of them wow. dress up as the ponies. It's like, do you watch Pop's Burgers? Yeah, oh yeah. My, oh. Did you see that episode where he has to dress up like a horse for yep. a convention? Yeah. That episode is making fun of bronies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun so, fact: Angelica and I were Bob and Linda for uh, Halloween last year. Oh, nice. I did see that picture. Yeah. That was nice. Okay. What lit. are you yeah. doing this year for Halloween? Um. We're going to do something. Her aunt's throwing a party, and they're going to be doing, like, prizes for couple costumes. Mm-hmm. So Angelica will take care of all that. I'll just follow her lead. Yep. You yep. know how that is. Yeah. What I about you, getting, bro? I would be getting drunk. Uh, well, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Will you be dressing up as anything this year? I don't, I don't know. I, don't I mean, really it's do my favorite. Like, yeah. I, I like to I dress up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, Yeah, we didn't really do Halloween back home. We did uh, mostly, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. So I'm not a huge Halloween guy. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but uh, yeah. how about you? Are you dressing up ass? Um, like I said, like same thing as him. It's like whatever uh, my girlfriend decides that we're gonna be for Halloween. Yeah. I'm gonna be something Just in there. Tagging along. <laughs> all right, yep. sweet. You make all the big decisions. Yep. <laughs> I don't have any control over this. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. Oh, as soon as her aunt said it, like I said, well, she's gonna walk in this room and she's gonna say we're dressed into some shit. Yeah. And as soon as she told her, oh, babe, we have to do blah 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Like I can make decisions, but it's just like. Or I can stay in the back room and play video games and drink. <laughs> I mean, I want to dress as a superhero just because, like, I'm seven. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I one time, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I want to cosplay as an anime character yeah. one day, but I'm not sure which anime character I want to mm-hmm. cosplay. See, as. I want to group up yeah. and do something like that. I'm with like, 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 do like, you know, anything like, like a group my cosplay. My hero, anything. Oh, know? that'd be that, dope. that'd be great. I think that'd be fun. I dressed as Tuxedo Mask a few years back. That was dope. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody know who I was either. Yeah, you know, because it was like six years ago, and they just seen a black guy in a top hat and a, a cape and a rose. Yeah. you know, and the little visor thing over your eyes. So yeah. no, and no one got that at all. That I'm tuxedo mask. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. sad. Yeah, no brownie points. None. No. All right. Anyway. So I think we're, we're good calling this an episode today. Yes, sir. Ryan, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, guys, man. I, I appreciate it, man. This yeah, is yeah. fun. Glad to have you here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do the spiel. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at underscore FFS podcast. Uh, you can find us on Google Play Music, iTunes, iTunes podcast app, SoundCloud, and Stitcher uh, oh. under the name for film's sake. And we got to get on fucking Spotify. We got. I try getting on Spotify, but you have you have to pay for an application. Yes, I, I've seen the same thing, and it's like as soon as we get some money coming in, we're gonna get on fucking Spotify. Got them like right. they're they're allowing more. Like they were first only allowing certain um, podcasts on there, mm-hmm. you know, like bigger names. But now, like a lot of like lesser known podcasts are getting on there, and we're getting on. We're gonna. We're this, fu- if, do you know if titles on the same vein? Because they have podcasts too. But yeah, I think they're reserved for like rap and hip hop podcasts. Maybe like title like is still like different. Like I'm not paying for title, so I don't. Yeah, know. I, I pay for title. You, so whoa, yeah, I like title okay maybe uh, we can exchange some information here you get some spotify get you some title, some title you know, action. We'll see what's going on, see what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if, you need, if you need a little netflix you give me a little hulu you need a little hbo you know get a little something, HBO. something. i might take you, you know all right you know all right because yeah. uh louise mm-hmm. pays for netflix yeah. i pay for hulu mm-hmm. and well, HBO's hbo's on hulu now though no way. No, no, like HBO now. Like yeah. they're streaming. Like oh, they're okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yep. They have like shows, but not the streaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, all of my friends and I, we have like some... They got to have that connection. Right? Yeah. It's just like, oh, you pay for Netflix? I play for Hulu. That's kind of the I, best I way some, to do it. Because yeah. I, got, I got the HBO yeah. action going on, but I need a little Hulu action. A little Hulu action. You know what I'm saying? 
Once you know? I figure out my Hulu, like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll you know, get, we'll get together, have my people contact your people, yeah, and, you know, we'll, all right. Figure it out for me. Yeah, let's go. Have a conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted the spiel. I like this. <laughs> oh, 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 and please, I wish I would have said at the beginning, please like and review us on iTunes. Oh, yeah. Like, we see that you're listening. You know, we have the numbers, but how about, you know, just give us a like, give us a review, you know, say, let us give us some correspondence. You know what I've been noticing lately? I'll do that as well. I'll hey. do the like and review thing. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I love you guys, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, I've been noticing on Twitter, we're interacting a lot more. Yes. A lot more people. Yeah. It's like, and then you look at the numbers, like SoundCloud numbers, like people are listening to the yeah. podcast, you know, when it's coming out. So it's like, we see that you're listening, you know, so how, how about, uh, you know. How about you talk to us, motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give us some feedback. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Twitter at FFS Podcast, mm-hmm. for film's sake, uh, pretty much every other fucking podcast app mm-hmm. that you got. Uh, my personal Twitter handle is at Brian Archigian. Mm-hmm. I'm at a T-H-A underscore V-O-N-Z. Hey, hey. any hey. social media you want to plug? Nah, I don't really have anything. All right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Ryan, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, guys. Appreciate a good episode. Thank you for making me watch four John Carpenter movies in a different (laughs) week. Yeah. uh, Because I make bad decisions and I don't plan accordingly. Hey, Uh, Hey, man. It's all about the cram. You got to cram it in, man. Life life happens, man. It's like I had a big exam and I just went like, I'll study the last week. Uh, Anyways, uh, that's it for today's episode, guys. We will see you next week. Thank you for watching. And now you get the little music that you always do. Mm -hmm.